Yes. <laughs> it's YouTube, so you never know. <laughs> so trying to catch it on my screen too. Yep, we're live. Yeah. Oh. All right, there we go. Hopefully, do I? Do y'all hear my audio on the uh, YouTube feed? Yeah, I can hear it. Okay. Yeah. Got some people in here. All right. Yeah, we got six so far. Until YouTube decides to notify everybody. Got Mike Hodge and Dewey did it and Horses Shop. All right, there we go. Try to get that pop out. Shit. I miss Google Hangouts. Yeah, I do too a little bit. Like, this isn't bad, but a lot better. There we go. I mean, I still don't do 20 hours a month in live stream, so I'm not paying their $25 a month to get the unlimited. That's crazy. Is that on stream? Yeah. I don't make what? YouTube money. I don't make no money off of YouTube to pay for that, so why would I do that? If it was covering itself. You know what I, I um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't know that uh, StreamYard charged. I'm sorry. Yeah, for unlimited. I know the uh, ones that uh, Justin and I did on my, I think I did on my channel, did it on Justin's channel. If you just want to have uh, one other person, you can do it for free with uh, if you download OBS Studio. And yeah, like I have two monitors on my computer, so it's a little easier for me to do it. I have Google Hangouts yeah. over here with Justin, and then mother monitor, and then. You can kind of port it to it and not have to pay crap for anything. I hate subscription services like that. Yeah. Yeah. Every single freaking month, you're always like, well, it's just 12 bucks and it's another. <laughs> and everything has it now. Everything's got a subscription service. They know that they have yeah. something you want also. So, yeah. Thank I'm I'm, amazed I am hoping. They don't make it. Go ahead, Brandon. I'm amazed they don't make us pay for YouTube yet. <laughs> they do. That's what yeah. the whole premium stuff is about. YouTube premium. Do y'all have that? I've... No, I just watched the, the ads. Yeah. That's the way to make you pay for it, but... <laughs> Yeah, I was hoping that there's no kind of like service that comes up with a subscription based where they'll just send you like five or 10, 10 millimeter sockets every single month, you know, a half inch and like a well, half inch socket, quarter inch drive, just those. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would sign up for that stuff in a heartbeat. <laughs> well, YouTube has YouTube TV now, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, like yeah. 50 bucks a month or something like that. We have it. We went from um, uh, the only kind of live TV that we actually watch is my wife watches like Fox News, news and uh, uh, or other kinds of news and sports games, you know, UFC, things like that. Uh, but it was too expensive. So we went over to YouTube TV and she can get all that service and legitimately pay for it. And it's like 50 bucks. That's not bad at all. Yeah, we don't have live TV at all. Yeah. 
if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have it. I just stream everything or download it off Pi or something. What's up, Craig? If I watch local news, it'd just be a whole lot of uh, people getting shot in Colleen. That's been the thing here lately. Everybody's there's been so many robberies and the homeowners has been shooting them. That's been the big thing. There's just one happened yesterday up the road here on Clear Creek. So, man, did y'all hear about that um, church shooting up in Fort Worth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the. Um... So I grew up in the same city that that guy was from. I think I've met that guy before, the shooter, um, years ago. I remember if it's the same guy, I remember like he wasn't wasn't doing any better back then. <laughs> 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 he was a little rough around the edges back then too. But uh, yeah, I know exactly where that church is at, man. That's like in my neighborhood. One thing you gotta like about Texas is I think, I mean, two people. There's people that had guns there that killed that shooter. Like yeah, y'all see that picture where somebody highlighted how many people had their guns pulled and like drawn? No. Yeah. Like I don't know if it's real or not. It might be Photoshop. You know, probably is. But there's like six people that <laughs> all had their guns pointed that that direction. And I'm like, man, I go to church every Sunday, and uh, the other churches that I've been to, when I got to know the the congregation, like there's a lot of people sitting in the pews packing. <laughs> That's good it's to know, gonna, you know. Man, I just I feel bad for the preacher because <laughs> look at yeah. standing and the whole audience is gonna be firing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. holy preacher, <laughs> literally. We got the two Craigs. We got Craig Durbin and uh, Craig Camp. Going on, Craig Durbin and tools and trash. You most likely, Stephen, had camp at uh, Bar Z Summer Bash. I probably did, man, but I can't remember crap. I don't want to use the excuse, like, since I'm getting older, I'm like, my memory's <laughs> fading. But I think it's like, I just have different priorities, and I just met so many people that I know. Yeah. That, like, I'm probably not going to meet them again, so I shouldn't spend a lot of time trying to, you know, I feel really bad about it. Yeah. That's probably what happened. <laughs> So it has to be competitive before I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sure, you know, other people are the same way. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, if I meet someone for the first time, I don't take a lot of time to, but then, like, the fourth or fifth time, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll be seeing this person around more. <laughs> yeah. So, Brandon. Yep. How many what? videos do you do a day? Not as many as you would think. I do probably two or three a week. Today, like, I, I don't know. I saw you, like, mix mowers. Oh, I watched you live stream during the day, and there yeah. you are. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I'll top live streams today. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's people to your stream. That is true. Craig, no, I haven't sold that 7.3 yet. I was actually driving it a while ago. I'm flushing out the coolant system. Um... It runs and drives. Um, it needs some, you know, a bunch more stuff to it. But I was driving around the property, and then, um, and I know what I, I don't know if you watch my Instagram or not, Craig, but I did a donut out there in the the pasture in that truck, and I know I'm going to get some flack from people from doing that in that truck. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're going to do that and then sell it. The truck has four hundred thousand miles on it. And before I sell it to anybody, if it can't survive doing a couple of donuts in a hayfield, 
then I don't need to be selling it to anybody. So, um, so it runs and dries pretty well enough to do donuts. <laughs> um, transmission strong, engine strong and everything, but I got to flush the coolant system. Um, needs another few odds and ends, but if you want to talk to me about it, you can, um, uh, email me. I'll put my email in the comments. Hey, the, the good thing about having uh, fixing it this time of year is you're getting close to tax season. So everybody's gonna have that little bit of extra cash to, uh, I know. <clears throat> there you go, Craig. I don't know why I highlighted my name, but that's all one word. Stephen Cox 09 at Gmail. I kind of don't want to sell that truck, man. <laughs> Honestly, I can't. I can't make up my mind. I don't blame you. I can't make up my mind if I want to stay that. Yeah. I want to swap it in my service truck. I want to keep that. The first V10. diesel I got to work on. Yeah. I think that's the first diesel everybody got to work on. Yeah, and it's the most simplest to work on. Well, at least the ones I've worked on. How's the forge going, Brandon? Pretty good. You know, I'm still not as good as Roy over here in the chat, but I'm getting better every day, I guess. How long have you been working at I bought it right after the tracker show. I went around with Justin's, I guess, what, two, three months now? I'm sorry, were you I'm trying to get caught up on the comments? I was thinking to myself, I think it's two, three. Two or three months since what? Since the uh, festival? Or helping Justin? No, since the tractor show. I think it's been about two, three months now. Yeah. Oh. I have to apologize. It's Adam. Oh, shit. I really messed that one up. <laughs> now, what do you do for a living? I work apartment maintenance. I did that when I was younger. Really? Yeah. Sure did. I think it's a pretty uh, pretty decent trade to get into. I did a um, paint and make readies, and then they stuck me on paint. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Until I learned how to paint an apartment, like when I went in, when I went in to first start, I had worked with my dad. My dad was a carpenter and painter and had done like new home make readies. So in that case, everything has to be perfect. You know, like the trim has to be painted perfect. Windows have to be cut in perfectly. And I went out there in the very first apartment I did, it took me like 12 hours to do, but it was perfect. Right. And I was like, oh, no, no, you need to get this done in an hour. I was like, what? <laughs> what? No, 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 just come in and just just spray everything. Don't tape off anything. It's like, Probably like there's 12 more to do, so. <laughs> yeah. And so that's, yeah, I, I just could never do it. I was like, I, I just I just cannot paint next to a window without taping it off. You know, I need to do it faster. And Yeah, I'm, I'm still slowly learning how to, like, I can cut in pretty decent, but I'm still not as quick as a guy that paints every day, obviously. Yeah, but, I'm no um, painter. 
Yeah, I but you know, we do like um I think we did fifty turnovers in three days this year. So Dang. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. How long have you been doing that gig? Uh this will be my fifth year in it. Okay. So I apologize, but I didn't have a chance to look channel or are you on YouTube? Yeah, I am. What's your channel? Do you do? I do like tool reviews and and some DIY stuff, and I try to record at the apartments when I catch certain jobs. But mm -hmm. if people are home, I don't record. Uh, it's hard. Yeah, I like, with myself. I just want to get the job done, you know. Yeah. I don't want to figure out how to set up the camera and you know all that crap, but. It is, it is good informational stuff when I do get a chance to record that. What kind of tools is all like cordless or just anything you can get your hands on? Pretty much anything I, I use. Um, I like I like reviewing cordless tools, but I do a lot of hand tools and stuff also. Towel yeah. saws. Stuff like what? that. <clears throat> The whole issue I've always had with doing like restorations like that is I go down rabbit holes on that stuff and try to like get perfection when you pull that stuff apart. And, and I mean, well, it's pretty like high end apartments. It's like we're doing a remodel right now that we have to turn this apartment over in two weeks. It's a 900 square foot two bedroom so we gotta do the bathroom kitchen you know change out all the electrical lay all morning all that crap yeah two weeks damn sure roy i have made my own benders and everything else actually i got videos on it roy how'd you fare on that trip home man 1100 1200 mile trip home from the wasn't it yeah he he's way up in there in michigan I'm going to grab a beer real quick. That's what I forgot. Going to, Neil. <laughs> be real funny if my wife heard and she just kind of sticks her arm in here with a beer. <laughs> you got to get a mini fridge in there. Man, I had a uh, company send me one. I got to stick it in a video, like the next couple of videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's um stainless steel upright uh, outdoor fridge like mean, you gets offered some crazy stuff on youtube it's like yeah sure i'll make the video well i want these in a giveaway where uh brad's workbench sent oh, a whole okay. medium flat rate box of these so i huh. redid my whole toolbox today it's awesome, it man. It was a whole lot nicer. I'm so happy, much happier about my service truck since I organized and cleaned everything. Yep. Gosh, it makes working out of it a, a dream. But then the issue I have now is I have all my tools on my service truck or all my sockets and wrenches and everything that I use normally. So to use those in the shop, I can't pull the service truck all the way in the shop because the drawers are those pull-out really long drawers. 
And so I have to leave the service truck outside. So I walk outside, grab a couple of sockets, walk back inside, use them. And instead of putting them right back, I just set them on a workbench. And so now I'm like, man, now I need like a roll cart just for my shop with yeah. organizer and start tooling the roll cart out. So I don't have to keep working out of both because man, it's, it's a freaking hassle. I don't have enough shop like counter space in there to hold all my parts for projects. So. So Craig Camp, I have used uh, some of their tools. Uh, I have their quarter inch set. It's been pretty good. I think he even said one time that he didn't care much for the wrenches. What are they? One of his live streams. Tecton. The Tecton uh, gear, like the box in um, ratchet. Yeah. And the open in. Those particular ones are the ones that I tested it and they're garbage. The ones I tested. Yeah. Um, and I have a video. If you watch, go back, you know, it's one of, I don't know how many hundred, like a hundred, 150 videos ago or something. But that one compared to every other wrench that I, I think it was a 19 millimeter or something. I mean, the end just immediately opened up and I've never yeah. had another wrench like that. So I don't know, you know, if it's a bad batch, then how did it make it past quality control? Because I've never had a bad wrench out. Of, I mean, you guys ever pulled a bad wrench out of a package? Well, there's a guy, he ain't in the live chat yet, but Polar Bear Ed, he put traction wrenches. Uh -huh. And the uh, the size, there he is, yeah. the size of the three quarter is like too small. Yeah. It's for like a like a five eighths uh -huh. or eleven sixteen. It was for eleven sixteen. And was that the uh, Tectons? No, that was the gear wrench. And I've always had wrench. good luck with gear wrench. Yeah, even those got pretty crappy quality. But the now keep in mind, I bought those Tectons probably two and a half, three and a half years ago. They might be yeah, different quality got, now. Yeah, supposedly they got a lot better. But I haven't tried a lot of the new stuff yet. I have their quarter inch set that I use all the time in the small engine yeah. shop. That's about it. It would be one of those, like, I'll never buy them again. If they happen to hear me complain about them in a video or something and want to send me some for testing, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to tell them. But if they, they're crappy, I'm going to tell everybody. He's like, man, these guys still can't make a wrench worth crap. Yeah. Hi, Dal. What's up, Dustin? <sighs> it's hard nowadays because there's so much rebranding that yeah like don't like you could say that you like a husky something and you know some other company that sucks you and you hate them you're like ah oh, their their stuff's terrible but mm -hmm. here it's all made in this by the same people yeah sometimes the name on the side of that tool you know yeah changes things yeah, it's weird. You know, um, I forget who's all on the, under the Linux saw blade conglomerate. You know, it's uh, Black & Decker, Starrett, Pro, um, Craftsman now, uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Like, they're all under the same house. DeWalt. Um, you know, so it makes me wonder. It's like, what? I mean, just is there really that much difference in the models? Are they all built in the same factories? I mean, I'm sure I could watch tool channels and find out. I mean... What do you think, Neil? Are they all built in the same? Do you mean like like recip saw blades and stuff for reciprocating saws? No, like Linux is saw um, powerhouse and bought out like Black and Decker. Right? Okay. 
and they bought out Craftsman, they bought out Proto, and they bought out Starrett, and they bought out. So all that's what I'm talking about. So like if you pull apart a Milwaukee three eighths or half inch uh, impact, and you pull apart a half inch DeWalt impact, because they're under that same conglomerate company, are the internals you know pretty identical? Are there is there vast differences between the two? Well. Well, Black and Decker is is Stanley Black and Decker. That's the company. But they own DeWalt, Porter Cable, um, Black and Decker, and Stan Proto. Uh, Milwaukee's owned by TI, which makes Ryobi and Rigid in mm-hmm. Milwaukee, and I think Heart Heart Tools now that are in Walmart, but. Like, it, I don't know, like, that's, I've done some testings on Black & Decker versus DeWalt, because DeWalt's supposed to be a professional lineup. There's a lot of difference in some things, but, like, the Black & Decker impact is, was, you know, for the money, it was pretty much the same darn thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they, and Stanley owns Craftsman, all that stuff. I, they, like, black and decker does is they buy free agent tools so they bought craftsman know it people are going to buy it because of the nostalgia and what that name was for so long so buy the product throw it out there they're going to make some quick easy money and then probably lose interest in that brand once people once it doesn't start to sell as well yeah yeah a bunch of those tools i mean that's I feel like on all the cordless stuff, um, uh, it's all design. Uh, what do they call that? Shoot, I just had the word on the tip of my tongue. Um, when you design it for failure, but there's a particular name for it. I know what you're talking about. Uh, like AVE says it. It's. Uh, I think that's like what it is. Now. <laughs> a design failure, or something like that. Like yeah. Somebody like something it. can break before the major stuff actually starts to fail. It's like you could catch it in time. Yeah, I'm talking about the one. Um, like as an engineer, you look at something and you design a bushing and you figure out, okay, if this shaft rotates three million um, times um, a day, you know, for the next ten years, that's going to be X amount of revolutions. It's going to wear into this bushing. That's going to eat away this much. So we know in 10 years, this bushing is probably going to be bad. Right. So how thin can we make that bushing to have that caused in just a hundred thousand miles instead of like, how much can we whittle that down? So that's what I'm talking about is that, yeah, plan, plan design, design failure. That's what it was. Um, is it Zafel? Zafiel. Yeah. Yeah. Planned obsolescence. But yeah, a lot of the cordless tools and, and, you know, it's all planned obsolescence because there's, they keep coming out with new stuff and new stuff. And I'm like, all right, well, we've gotten to the point where they're re-engineering the wheel, basically reinventing the wheel and coming out with features that, yeah, great that you have a, you know, all these features and your half inch impact now. It's like, really, all I care is about is the breakaway torque. But now there's freaking circuitry in them that'll limit everything. And like, damn it, I want to overdrive that damn thing. I want it to catch on fire in my hand. Yeah. You know, sometimes you need that, you know? Yeah. Somebody would like, send me an extra key where I have to sign a waiver 
to stick that key in that, that freaking pool where I could just, oh, like, yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Let it burn up. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm definitely with you there. Well, that's why I have some brush tools because those are the ones that are going to either get the job done or burn up. Yeah. <clears throat> so mad. I had the, I bought the uh, Snap-on. Um, I bought it like a year ago, I think, or maybe two years ago, but it's a, I forget what voltage it is, 18, 19 volt. Um, it's got that cartridge solder that slides into the bottom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I love that damn thing. It works fantastic until the charger broke and uh, the charger was under warranty. And I contacted the Snap-on guy I bought it from that was down in uh, San Antonio and he sent me a shipping label. Never sent it back to Snap-on. And so now I haven't used that damn thing in about two years. I'm floating around my stupid service truck the whole time. Yeah. So now I need to buy a stupid truck so I can use it. Probably a Minnesota battery. I don't know, man. Batteries for Snap-on is probably a grand. <laughs> I like Snap-on stuff, but where what I do for a living this time of year, uh -huh. it, my business dies down, so I don't ever want to have to worry about those payments when the business gets slow. So that's why I like buying my tools straight out. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see all, you know, I think I'm pretty fair on all sides of the argument about buying Snap-on or just spending money on high-end tools or not spending money on high-end tools. And it's one of those, like, if you have the cash in hand to buy it and oh, if yeah. you have money. For some reason, I lost audio. Lost my audio? I didn't. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Hmm. What happened, Brandon? Uh, Brandon can't hear us. I lost audio, guys. Yeah, I guess Brandon can't hear us. What's up, client graphics? Now I'm back. Uh, okay. Hi, client. I forgot what I was talking about now. I'm, I was just trying to think. I was like, where were we at? Yeah. All right, switching to headsets. So I went to this... Um, uh, Lenox Day, um, I guess it was last year. Yeah, last year, right around February, uh, April, something like that. And so they flew me and y'all go, um, uh, Keith Finner, the machinist on YouTube. No. Yeah. So Keith Finner was there, and then there was a bunch of Instagram guys there, and I don't remember any of the Instagram guys' names. But we all went out there, and they got – did this huge tour and everything where we got to see how all these uh, brand new uh, bands, you know, carbide bandsaw blades they were building and stuff and went through their free and whatnot. So we got done. They sent me this like goodie bag home. And I asked him, I was like, Hey, can I have one of your diamond, you know, cutoff wheels, you know, like the 14 inch cutoff wheel saws? I'm like, yeah, sure. So they sent me one. I always thought there's no way that these things can work out very well. Right. There's gotta be a meme. I mean, there's just no way a diamond saw is going to hold up that long. Well, I've had that damn thing on my chop saw ever since. I've chopped so much stuff with it. I even chopped the 7.3 cylinder head, which is cast iron. Chopped the whole damn thing in half with it. And that blade's fine. There ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't no dust. Ain't, you know, how you use like a normal uh, abrasive type chop saw. There's just freaking dust every single place that you can imagine. And you start breathing. And like later that night, you're digging for snot. And you see that black stuff in your 
your boogers. Yeah. <laughs> Is that stupid abrasive chop song? <laughs> I usually sweep a, pow- a pile of powder up from cutting like this because mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of metal work off and on for people on their doing trailer repairs and stuff. Yeah, those little diamonds, man, they're expensive, but you can afford them, man. In I my actually, opinion, they'll outlast. I bought uh, like Lennox um, diamond blades for my uh, angle grinder. Mm-hmm. And I probably bought those two years ago. The one's starting to to wear down now, but um, like I cut into tile and cast iron yeah. and all sorts of stuff, and I haven't... I haven't changed it out yet. You know, to me, the I realized that that stuff, like, it was given to me, so I have to, you know, put that out there. That's one. But two, if you're going to spend the money on it, it's extremely expensive. But if it'll last for a year to two years, and I don't have to freaking find my little wrench to undo the stupid attack, you know, the nut on my angle grinder. Yeah. Just, I know I can grab an angle grinder and go, and most of the time it's going to have a sharp blade. It's worth a little extra cost, you know. It's not, it's not astronomically more expensive. No, it's yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, it's probably like double the price of a Diablo blade, yeah. but like factor that in, Diablo me, you know, made three months. Yeah, still holding on after two years. So. Yeah. Exactly. Looks like What's Ronald that? bought a new needle needle scaler. I broke the a cheap Harbor Freight one I had the first day I got it. I Dude, need to get those. one. <laughs> I really need one. You would think I'd have one, but I don't. <laughs> I need a blast cabinet. Oh man! Did you watch Justin's video he put out today? Yeah, I just watched this. Now it makes me want one even more. I really want one, but I'm not that patient with that stuff. Like if I could have a version of that where I could just like clamp a part in there and be like on a rotisserie yeah. and it would just do it on its own. Yeah. Sign me up. And I'm, you ever used a sandblast cabinet for a long time? I've never used the sandblast cabinet. I did it outside and I, without a mask, well, without an actual good mask. And I tell you right now, that stuff mess you up. You're sick I've for used, two or three days. Yeah. I worked at this company when I was uh, 18, 19 called AGR. And they used to take these uh, steering gear boxes and steering pumps and they'd rebuild them for like high performance and big tires, stuff like that. They had this massive uh, sandblast cabinet in there. And I think it was six, seven feet wide and four foot tall, four foot wide. You put these huge baskets of stuff in there and I would be, I would man that and we'd rotate these uh, stations every week. So doing that thing, I mean, this thing was like top of the line. You're supposed to never have to, you know, tear it apart. And we were always having to tear that damn thing apart out of, you know, clean out nozzles and fix stuff and un- yeah, un- screw it up. I'm trying not to cuss. <laughs> hey. um, but yeah, it was just terrible, man. And I've had used the real cheap ones. I've used the more expensive ones. And when everything's new, they work pretty well, you know, but then they get sitting there messing with stuff and i found that when they are working really 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 well 
I hyper focus on one little small tiny piece way too long and I'll eat that piece away with that sandblaster. Yeah. Yeah, I I had to do I did this with all with the die grinder. It took forever to clean all that paint yeah. off to repaint it. Look good. What's that going on? That uh, tractor? That Briggs engine that I'm restoring right now. Yeah. One that's just like the one that Justin has that's on a hydraulic pump. The engine's okay. just like yeah that's cool now my tractor's getting its parts i'm ordering its part again or this week coming up i gotta finish a mower so i had money and then i'm ordering the parts for it finally you know what brandon i forgot man congratulations on 500. oh yeah oh, you thanks, know that, that's awesome yeah Yeah, maybe next year by festival I'll be at a thousand. I'll fit in more. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have the you fit in perfectly fine. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah, there's no, there's no metric. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anybody there that had the attitude that they were, you know, too too big of a channel. Well, I do. I take that back. I do know somebody, but um, <laughs> other than one person, in my opinion, everybody else was just glad to be there and nobody was, everybody was just equal on equal footing. I, I think that's what's kind of, I mean, I think what's cool from YouTube is I, like I've met a lot of different channels, big and small. And like when you just sit down and talk, mm -hmm. we just all love tools and cars and whatever, you know? Yeah. You know. I know there's a lot of people when I first started hanging out with Justin and Steven, I know Larry to call it big channels. Big channels don't care for small channels. Mm -hmm. Y'all took me in. I'm doing stuff with y'all for several months now. Yeah, I, I mean, hope to do a lot more in 2020. What, yeah, uh, I've, never, I've never had any kind of um, uh, MC engineering. I've never had any kind of... Uh, uh, understanding of how anybody could have <clears throat> uh, either one money or two social status or three, you know any kind of uh, visual representation like that and think that they're better or over someone else because of it you know it's like that it's like you know it's like the only thing I have one up on anybody is like I'm completely healthy and I can walk and talk and I have all my thoughts and everything so I'm a world ahead of a lot of people out there that are less fortunate than that. Um, true. You know, so everything above that is like, we're all equal, you know, and the, the way I look at it, the way my dad raised me, it's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I've, I've known millionaires that blow your mind. Like one, you wouldn't know they're millionaires and two, they would treat you like a king, you know, and that whole vintage that rich people are evil or whatever, kind of far from it, but. More or less how you. Well, see, that is the thing about Texas. You never know the people that, that act like the rich are not the rich people here in Texas. It's the ones that yeah. dress like bums, drive older trucks and stuff. Those are usually the ones in Texas that's rich. That's just how it yeah. is here. So one of the problems with Texas, that the reason it's so <laughs> difficult to figure out if somebody is wealthy or not, because one, all, most of Texas is private land. A lot of people don't realize yeah. that. Most everywhere in the country is public land. And so somebody owns all that and most of it, they're making a profit off of it. So you have a lot of rich people here. 
but yeah. it, a lot of it's the vehicles and the way people dress whether you're a broke cowboy or you know a millionaire or whatever as far still as like cowboys, right yeah they're still wearing wranglers you know and then if you look at their trucks you you can't tell how people are doing by the vehicle they're driving doesn't matter they got a 2020 f-350 king ranch that's lifted they might be in you know way way overhead in debt and making this two thousand dollar a month truck payment you yeah. know or they might be a millionaire that went down there and just traded his in because he ran his other one out of gas or something you know <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point yeah you got people here though that they there's two different kinds of rich and there's actually could be both rich that way too is yeah. you got Money rich, you got land rich because there's a lot of land rich people here. Mm -hmm. Like my buddy Ray over there towards Temple, they mm -hmm. have 300 acres. Yeah. Yeah, in the general, like there's like the major cities kind of have it, they share a different mentality. Yeah. You know, they each have their yeah. own like mentality, but most of Texas is ruled like every state. Um, I'm getting some hell of feedback on somewhere. Can I hear that? There it goes. Okay. Um, shit, what was I talking about? See, there's my memory. That's how long it takes. <laughs> how about Someone says. Oh, yeah. You know, that's so much. Can I, hey, can I be a moderator so I can ban Justin Dow quick for an unrelated reason? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding justin <laughs> oh i shouldn't say that on this channel <laughs> i forgot about that whole deal what my son did <laughs> a little turd i finally give you your blue wrench back <laughs> yeah <laughs> are you familiar with that nail yeah uh brandon told me I forget, maybe a little bit ago, right? Mm -hmm. A couple live streams ago. Yeah, yeah. my son got on there and then, um, said, he's like, yeah, this is Stephen Cox. And he just thought he's going to be funny. He's going to be, start banning people, you know, because some of the YouTubers he watches do that out of at, as fun. And I'm like, yeah, this is not the crowd that's going to understand that. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of people that have issues with tech, just getting tech, you know, like myself. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best we can do is like just barely manage this and the kids screwing it up. <laughs> I think Brandon has a hey. good sense of humor. So, well, you know, oh, I yeah. understand. I got nephews at age, so I understand. And I pretty much help raise those. Their dad's in, in the picture, so their dad lives in another state. So that's sad. Yeah. He comes and gets them every other summer or so. Mm -hmm. He's always been one of those mean people. Yeah. It's all about him. Oh, well, not everybody's cut out to be a parent. Nope. And every time I see that name, Zaphiel, I think of um, Hellboy. <laughs> that part of the movie. Yeah. What does he call him? Uh, Zaphiel or whatever. <sighs> Supposed to be Rasputin. I, you know, it's been a long time. It's that monster. Movie. Yeah. The little monster that runs around. 
Like you break yeah. the base and a little deal goes, it goes semi out, blah, blah, blah. Now one become two or some crap like that. I haven't seen it in forever. Mike Hodge says, damn, I only have 10 beers left. Ah, oh, man, I don't have any beers. Did the Titans Wait, I have a question. Did the did the uh, Tennessee Titans win, or is that game on right now? Mm-hmm. That's how much I, I watch football. football. <laughs> I watch the Cowboys. Like my, my wife is a super super into. She loves sports. She loves watching sports, and she's really into the Cowboys. Like she watched, you know, likes seeing the player statistics, things like that. And keeps track of it. Could probably tell you more, you know, about the. <laughs> I played football. I could probably she could probably tell you more of the rules of football than I could, <laughs> you know. And um, so we watch it. And like as uh, Neil, where are you out of? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. All right, so y'all are a football city too. So it's like yeah. a religion there too. So imagine Pittsburgh is like all of Texas. That's it. Tech, you know, football is religion. And yeah, North Texas, you watch yeah. a cowboy game on a Sunday. If the Steelers lose, like the whole town is depressed. Yeah, no one wants See, to go to work. Dude, if the See, Cowboys are playing college basketball, that's the thing in Kentucky is college basketball. Yeah, it's so important here that on a Sunday, if the Cowboys are playing in the Super Bowl on a Super Bowl Sunday, and it starts at twelve, the pastor is going to move the latest service up. Or cancel it because he knows nobody's showing up to everybody's <laughs> gonna watch the game. He doesn't want anybody to be tempted. <laughs> He's like, I still gotta get my money, so you come on in at 10 30, 11. Yeah. I remember my pastor doing that when I was in the uh, uh teenager, man. He he uh the cowboys played at like noon or something like that. So he had the service, we sang one song, he did like a 20 minute. We did one song and then out. And that was it. That was it. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, make sure you pray. <laughs> make sure you pray. That's the guy who actually got me into church, man. He actually baptized me. So, really? Yep. Man, I didn't have a outlook until I was about 12, uh, 13. Um, he was uh, coaching softball. A friend of mine was playing softball with him, and I was a, I think I was in sixth grade at the time. And so, right when I started athletics in seventh grade, I'd already been playing softball um, at church. Well, went up there, and then the, I remember the very first practice, my dad, I asked my dad to take me up there. My mom and dad were split up at the time. My dad takes me up there on a Wednesday, practices at 5 30, do softball practice. We sit down, and he's like, okay, we're having a Bible study, so sit down. And I was a little punk at the time, and probably like, at, anger issues so it's like ah, i'm not doing that you know screw you and walked off to the truck my dad went over there and told me no you're gonna go over there and sit down They're like that man's nice enough to have this whole practice and let you play softball for an hour you can sit down and listen about you know his speech for an hour about god i was like oh so i sat over there and just like looked up in the sky and did every single little kid pouty thing that you can do when you're in sixth grade and <laughs> um came back the next week and then Sat down again and came back the next week. And after about four or five of those, came to church on Sunday. And that guy's a really good dude. I mean, he was really a, a positive, uplifting dude. And at the time, he was 25, I think, and um, was a pastor of a church, running the whole church. 
softball team. And I think at one point we managed to have uh, 162 teenagers to church service and five different softball teams all out of oh, one wow. church. Wow. Yeah. Congregation of 20. <laughs> that was the largest congregation they had had in a year was 20. <laughs> you know what got me into church? Potluck a, dinners. Yes. <laughs> you be a good Christian. You go out there and have that potluck dinner. Yeah. Those old church ladies can cook. <laughs> That's a, the main reason I want to move from uh, here to Granbury. We started going to this church called Stonewater Church there. And um, we really, really enjoy the church, you know, it just, and it's tough. Like <clears throat> if you, if you guys go to church, if you've ever had to move and had to swap churches and you were forced to do it, it's, it's really difficult to find a church that feels right to you. That's not your original church that you grew up in or that you're used to. And so we've swapped around a lot of churches and finally found one that we actually feel like we fit in. So moved to Granberry for the church. That's good. And I got a big lake there and I like lakes. <laughs> what I don't like about the churches here where I live, is a lot of mega churches and I was never one to believe grown up to believe in mega churches because they're more of a status symbol than. Well, the people, you know, are the, um, the almighty in this mega churches they they have like usually five vacation homes and 20 land rovers and some of them do. i mean i yeah believe it or not some of them do most of them don't there's a lot out there that you never hear about just because like they're not on tv they don't own jets they don't own rolls royces so they don't really stand out but i mean you can take any demographic of any person and you know, there's, I lost y'all again. Give me a second. Uh, there's crap that people, you know, uh, crappy things about those people too. But it's true. We we had a priest here. Uh, it wasn't my church, but it was a church where like a lot of my friends went to, and they caught him with like like uh, three vacation homes. He had like another family down south. And you know all these cars and stuff. Surprisingly, after they caught, he died of natural causes at age like forty. Hmm. Happens all the time. <laughs> seen it. Seen it. Seen it. Hundred. Um. Seen it one time. <laughs> Just crazy. Oh man, I can't wait to get that freaking truck done and out of here. Two thousand fourteen, the heavy equipment repair company. I wanted to make YouTube videos about some of the equipment that I worked on. So when I worked up, walked into a, a cold call to customer, or walked into their office, never met them before, I could give them a business card with a YouTube link. Say, hey, check out the YouTube link. These are some of the jobs I've done. And it was just kind of like a, hey, yeah, you know, blah blah blah, um, sort of advertising on maintenance or sort of advertising on YouTube. My first one was maintenance. So. I just kind of treated it like that. And then one time I had this one skid steer that needed some cast iron welded up. Couldn't find anybody in full word that was willing to weld it or knew what they were talking about. I found one old man at one welding shop that was going to take some special welding electrodes that he had and he would weld up. But he didn't know it was going to hold and didn't care. 
And I was like, how much is that going to cost? He's like, uh, uh, I'll just do it for free to get rid of these rods. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. Um, somebody else wanted like 900 bucks and the welds, you know, build up. This was, a, I think build up maybe a quarter inch of welds what I needed. So uh, I started watching YouTube one night. I'm like, well, screw it. I'll just weld it up myself. I'll figure out what I need to buy and I'll do it. So I find Chucky 2009 and his, and I'm actually doing something else one night. I was kind of, uh, on my other monitor, his videos were just playing, you know, in like autoplay. And so out of the corner of my eye, I seen the street that he was driving down and it was a road by my house. I was like, holy crap. I didn't realize he was in my neck of the woods. <laughs> so I went back through a couple of videos, you know, like six months worth of videos and realized he had moved from Austin to my area. So I wrote him a message like 931 night and I said, hey, can you fix this deal? I'll pay you cash. Here's the link to my YouTube channel. I'm not asking for collaboration or anything. This is just to show you that I'm not some stalker, you know, just random person trying to steal your stuff. So he calls me like 10 minutes later and says, yeah, bring it over at like 930 at night. Run it over there. He welds it up and start talking about YouTube. And I asked him, what do you do for a living? He goes, well, YouTube. I'm like, how the hell do you make a living off YouTube? So he explains, yeah, you can make a living off YouTube. And I go, well, I go, man, we lost you, Brandon, your video. Um, I go, well, there you are. I'm having issues with this. Um, my, my camera's fro freezing on me. Yeah. So anyway. Um, I got a new computer. I asked uh, uh, Chucky, I was like, man, without prying, and I don't want to know what you personal life, but, you know, how much could you possibly make off YouTube and from YouTube in a month? And he told me, and I was like, holy crap. You know, and at the time, I think it was like, uh, I think he told me 10 grand a month or 12 grand a month or something like that, you know, and I was like, that's holy, you know, hell. So I thought if I did YouTube enough just to be able to pay the mortgage of my house, that freed me up for all, for all kinds of stuff. Right. And uh, so my whole goal for YouTube then became just to make enough money just to pay the mortgage on the house. And you know, started uh, collaborating with Chucky, and because I was collaborating with Chucky, it started you know, making, my, making my channel a lot more popular and more popular, and then I had a viral video and made more popular, and at some point, I just made the full jump and just went straight YouTube, so that's what got me into YouTube, and that's what keeps me motivated to stay in YouTube, <laughs> is where my paycheck comes from. You gotta get that YouTube. Yeah. That's cool. I just did it for the heck of it. Yeah. No real reason. Just for the fun of it. Well, I think that's what starts, you know, and that's what it starts for everybody is is most people. They start doing it to have fun and kind of get in that community because, you know, you get to watch somebody else do something. You you find an expert at something or somebody that can do something a lot better than you. And they're relatively close. You yeah. go meet that person and yeah. they have old tractors or you know, thimble collecting or whatever the hell you want, you know, we can do this platform. And, you know, to me, it's hard to find people that are in my genre of stuff because I'm into so many different things, but YouTube, man, it gives me that yeah. avenue. Yeah. You can check out anything on here, you know? Yeah. And that like, it burns me up when people that like, they don't see any value in YouTube as far as like, uh, I was like, ah, oh, that's all, you know, rotting your, you know, rotting your, brain or whatever you know the older crowd but yeah the old yeah i um how much what's that hmm? um i was gonna say uh 
much money do y'all think y'all have saved yourself from just being able to research it, look it up on YouTube and fix the problem without having to pay for somebody else? You know, I'll be honest at work. There's certain situations I get, I get into. I don't know how to do it. I type first thing I do is go to YouTube, type it in. Yep. It's made you a much more valuable employee. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I did that when I I took that job at the diesel shop. He would turn me loose on jobs, and I didn't know nothing about diesels yet. I was just learning, and he wasn't no help on them. So I just Googled, like, how to put an oil cooler on a 7.3. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, it it, it opens up that avenue of being able to, you know, even as an employer – um, if I hire you, you have a little bit of knowledge and I know that you're, you're capable of at least doing the research and finding out how to do it and not having to have your phone, you know, in your shop, like, yeah, you know, the whole time, then it's like, well, I can put not being as an experience, as experienced of a tech, because you had the ability to do some research and find out the answer relatively quickly, you know, so it makes us both more, much more profitable. I think the one um, right, we got. I'm sorry. I was going to say, just depends on how you use it. I, I think the weird thing is like the the content that we're trying to make is a lot of like trades and and that type of stuff and tools and whatnot, mm-hmm. fixing stuff on your own. You know. Yep and trying to give assistance and like when you think of youtube there's like you know there's the other half that's um more marcus you know mm-hmm. but like i i just it recently just clicked to me that like you know i'm on the same platform as those uh who's a big you like a huge uh that that pewdiepie or whatever yeah like that guy. Mm-hmm. Or that Mr. Beast guy. Yeah, like I never yeah. think that I'm on the, like, but they, I think they're just something completely different, you know, like they want that, which is weird because like movie stars have fame mm-hmm. and then you have like YouTube stars, which is cool, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just. Just where do some of them live the mansions now? It's all about money. Yeah. A, you know, and that's the. Uh, and, and that's all right. Like, that's there's nothing wrong with that. I like I can separate that. It's just like I never really like I just I wanted to start my videos. I'm not very aware of a lot of channels out there because like I watched like a few. I didn't know what a channel was to like probably a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there were channels. Yeah. And then I started watching a few and I'm like. I, I want to make a channel. Yeah. You know, it's it was like fun. Yeah. So that, that's what I did. But like, I didn't realize all the other, you know, stigma that comes with it. I'm starting to now. Nah, the hell with them. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, you can't change nobody else's in, uh, mentality or, or opinion of you. And, that's the only thing bad about the, the social media and putting the video is there is an avenue for people to let you know how they don't like you or how you did something that they didn't like, you know, and as 
that face-to-face reaction or interaction, there's very few people that will really look at you face-to-face and tell you that you've, you're effing stupid. You did that way wrong. You know, but they'll put it in the comments, you know. They'll put it in the comments, yeah, exactly, and, not face-to-face. And, yeah. And the issue is, like, you read that, and mentally, when you read that, that's a voice to it that you heard. You heard that, you know, and it sinks in. And so depending on who you are and how you are with your comment, read all your comments and it bothers you or has the ability to you can't read comments. You know, so I, that I is. I haven't gotten there yet. Like, you know, I, I get a few weird ones every once in a while, but. You just have to figure out if they start renting space. You know, like a buddy of mine used to tell me, he's like, man, don't let them rent space in your head. And during the day, if you can catch yourself like think, like dwelling on some comment or something and you can figure out, I'm like, wait a minute, how long have I been thinking about this? And like for the last like five minutes, I let somebody hold my chance today. You know, and it's like, but it's not even worth it. No, like I don't have a problem with the comments. Obviously, I don't have any comments. Uh on my YouTube, my, most of it, but like I have them on Instagram and I have them on the Facebook still, and people still write me. If they really get upset, they email me, you know, or figure out ways to to contact me. But I'm all right with that, you know. Mate, if they have a dis- yeah, they contact me, whatever. I don't mind, you know. I, I just don't read it, you know. It's yeah. like that's mine. Like if I read it, it's gonna stick in my head. So I just I know within the first sentence. Okay, well I can't read that comment, but. Some other YouTubers that I know will read every single word of every single comment ever written on their channel. You can and tell those YouTubers it shows in the videos. Yeah. That they really pay attention to that stuff. Because mm-hmm. that's what they focus on. Yeah. You get hyper focused on it. It's human nature to see all your faults and none of your successes. And so you breeze through all the comments and find out that one negative that says you're stupid or you're ugly or you're fat or your uh your wrench sucks it, it or... just comes down it just comes down that they're jealous <coughs> yeah well trolling like yeah, yeah there are straight trolls out there yeah and i enjoy a good if it's an actual troll that can like can give and can receive and just like that's fine i'm cool yeah i've been on the internet since like 1990 fat rooms where people were brutal yeah. man that i am <laughs> AOL chat, Illmethan chat, Google, uh, Yahoo chat. Yahoo chat was the best one. Yahoo chat. Project Farm. Yahoo chat. Project, Project Farm reads all of his. Um, I don't know if they really bother him. I, like, I've talked to Todd on the phone uh, a couple times, um, but I've never got to meet him face to face and eventually will, but. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. There's, you gotta do YouTube for fun. You know, just keep doing videos and, and get you in that cold. It takes off. You, you've got to be honest with yourself at some point. Realize like if you can have comments or not, because if it's going to be detrimental to your mentality, then that money in the YouTube, whatever is not worth it. You know, cause you're going to be yeah. always thinking about that all the time and getting your fun. They're like panicking, you know, and I've seen other YouTubers that do that. They freaking get a bad comment and they are zoned out and in full blown panic mode because some idiot they've never met. Right. You know, never will. Someone commented on one of my videos to tell me to stop smoking crack. And I told him I tried to, but it was so hard. (laughs) (laughs) 
Craig, you're a crappy troll, man. <laughs> you're a nice guy. <laughs> I like you. Yeah. Oh, man, I've been leaning over that stupid truck so much. I'm all like hunched over and tight. Oh. That's the only thing I didn't like about diesel repair is if you get setting under a truck at a certain angle so long, you start seizing up. But I love diesel repair. It was just oh, I, cheated. I made more money. Have you seen my creeper? Yeah. No, I haven't. You've never seen my creeper? I don't think so. I'll show you. I'll show you what it's a game changer for working on diesels, man. It's um I just want to show you a picture before it is. Cause I can't remember which which one I have because there's a couple of different models. The one I have I think is a uh, much better. Oh come on. Google, don't fail me. Show me the alternative Chinese version. Yeah, doesn't matter, but you'll get the gif. You tell oh, that yeah. yeah. So Mark. that one, it has bars. See how the bars are on the outside of his legs? Yeah. Those ones suck because if you're big, too big, you can't fit in between those bars. You know, so you constantly have to have one foot on the rung and then one leg outside. And there's another one that just has one center post and steps and a huge pad up there that you just lay your chest on. And it makes it more more bearable, but it's not very comfortable to lay on your chest for that long. Yeah. Um, so I'm every time I get on there, if I'm there for more than like 30 seconds, when I get up, my chest like kind of sit there and let it like oh, go back into shape. It's like, yeah. You know, it's better than uh, lay on top of the radiator, but it needs to be better way. I've laid on my share radiators, unfortunately. Hmm. I only got blamed for busting one, my grandma's. And I told her I was careful changing that out. But when I pulled the box, it had no nothing in there. That It was just freely in that box from the parts store. So I was oh, like, yeah. it probably got busted from. Can't tell if I. Yeah. Chat's still working. Hmm. Yeah, I really got into that diesel repair there, but that guy, as much as I like doing it, I couldn't do it for a hundred dollars a week. Yeah, all the stuff I was doing, I made yeah. more work on a lot more work. That's the problem, man. A lot of shops, they kind of you know, people either want to help you out and they don't have the money, and if they don't have the money, they shouldn't try to help you out, or they do have the money and they just want to see how cheap they can get you. Well, what it was is I was coming in to help him because it was three owners. They was all taking out one bank account when it was they ran the company under. Yeah. Two of the two of the owners took off and left the one owner to figure it all out. Mm. Yeah, those ownership swaps are are tough for any company. Yep. And this guy left the oil field making big money to run this shop with his brother. Now he's living at his living at the shop in the office of his shop because he can't afford a house that broke. Hmm. Nice. That's terrible. There's my chat. 
Well, guys, I'm going to have to get off of here. I'm tired, and uh, I got all kinds of stuff I got to do before I go to bed. All righty. All right. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Always glad to yeah. have you. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for inviting me. Nice meeting you. Oh, yeah. Me Eventually figure out how to stop my stream here. There it is. Leave studio. All right, <laughs> yeah, the stream. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate Later, it. I'll, I'll be on again with you, Brandon. And um, Neil, uh, maybe next time if you're on, Brandon. If you're on with okay. us. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Later, fellers. All right, see you. Later. All right. So you were dude, number two on Joe Smith's or number one. I think I was number one. I think you were, buddy. Yep. Do you have fun doing that? It was pretty fun. He just asked, you know, basic questions, favorite food and stuff like that. It was a short thing. Mine was short. I think the other one I seen the other night with Nate Duct Tape Tech was about an hour long. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. And uh, I was listening to it a little bit today. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. What about you? Have you used any cool new tools or? Just, well, not a tool, new tool, new tools, but I had organized my toolbox like I was telling earlier. These oh, yeah, were pretty nice. Yeah. Oh, and I tagged them in a comment to Brad yesterday. And I said they should come up with, come out with plier organizers. And they said they'll be out in April. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be a, um, I'd like a, a, Player organizer with magnets. I think that yeah. it's nice that these don't slide around when you pull your drawers out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So they stick to the drawer and hold in the yeah. The and these are strong magnets. You ain't gonna be able to reach in there and just pull it out easily. Nice. What kind They're of box? I got a husky. Husky, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. They're probably a little pricey to some. I looked on their website. These are about $25 a piece on their website, but they are good quality. Wow. $25 a piece. Yeah. That's, that's expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Craig Darwin says Harbor, Harbor Freight has the plier holder, but doesn't it kind of look like a, a plate drying station? I think someone actually used the plate drive station in one of their. They did a whole video on that. I, I saw it, yeah, either on YouTube or Instagram. Yeah, it was. Uh, and they don't have the magnet, so you're just, every time you open your toolbox, unless you have it packed full, they're just going to slide around on you. They got two styles, though. They do got one that's more the plastic style. I don't know if they have magnets on them. I'm guessing magnets to them. Oh, really? Yeah. And those are, I think those at, uh, Har are at Harbor Freight are about night, if I remember right. 
19. Uh, for the uh, dying station. Plastic right. one. Yeah. Yeah, the plastic one. Or it might be 12. I can't remember. It's either somewhere uh, between 19 and client I can't graphic, remember anymore. Client graphics says they have two different kinds. Yeah. Uh, no magnets on the plastic ones. I went to the first time ever, um, like a week or two, or like two weeks ago, maybe now. Yeah. Oh, bad store. It's different, you know. You get used to the smell. You get to kind of like going to a feed store or store. You get kind of used to it. like it. <laughs> After you I'll be on, like the one I went into, it did not have a smell to it. Or maybe it did. I really? Mine's. People say it's the metal, but I think it's packing oil that's on everything. Because if you get like some of their tools, it's covered so heavy in packing oil. It's because it's making that journey across the ocean. Yeah, the plier racks are $17.99, so I might hold out for the toolbox widget ones because if they're that high, what's a little bit more to get the toolbox widget ones with the magnets already on them? So, uh, um, so I gotta ask you. So you hit 500 subscribers. That's freaking awesome. Late last night. Yes, yeah, it was awesome. I was I was keeping track of the countdown, and then I saw it this morning. And I was yeah. like, good for him. Um, have like, do you stay on? Like, you do a lot of different things on your channel, right? Yeah. Like, pretty cool time. Like, I can, you know, you pop up a project that is awesome and did like you know forge or small engines or getting a hobby thing started or you know redoing a tool like have you ever found like a, a rhythm to your video making though you mean like making the same type of video over and over not so much that but kind of like I don't know how to explain it. I I guess just get like into a rhythm, you know? Yeah. Like no matter what what videos you're making, you just kind of get into like a good rhythm. Nothing bad. But like it it starts to feel more natural making videos, I guess. It really does now and doing these live streams does. Y'all don't know how kind of shy and awkward I am in public. Face-to-face. Me, face. me too. <laughs> but YouTube has really brought me more out of my shell and uh, talking to people and stuff. So it does. It's It just seems natural now. I mean, I still make a lot of mistakes. And for some reason, I, when I make a video, I'll be talking and sometimes forget what I'm saying and have to think for a minute what I'm thinking. And I don't know why, but it always happens. You know, I, I always try and not to, like, 
when I do my videos, I try not to be like, um, uh, um, but most of my videos <laughs> at, yeah. at some points I do that, you know, cause like I have a little bit of an idea of what I'm going to say, but I don't actually know what I'm going to say. So I get, have you ever noticed though, if you, when you, if you don't make a thumbnail that YouTube will pick like the worst clip of the video, <laughs> make a thumbnail. Of. <laughs> I, I've, I'll be honest. I've never made a thumbnail. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I how. had to start making thumbnails because it was bugging me. I've been using a phone app to do it. Do you live stream from your phone? Yeah, you stream live. Um, have you ever tried the uh, the OBS or whatever? Um, I, I have on the computer. I used to before the tool wall. I used to have a green screen in front of me. My earlier live streams had a green screen. What, what, uh, it, so you, wait, it, live stream or live, stream lab? That's what you use from your phone? Stream lab is what I use for, through my phone. OBS is what I used to use on my computer. My computer's too slow now. I used to have a faster computer for that. I used to use my mom's laptop for that. But my computer's too slow, and OBS takes a lot out of the computer. What kind of a uh, mic is that? This is the newer off of uh, Amazon, the M1000. It was, I think I got it for $28. Sounds good. Yeah. I wanted one of those Yetis like everybody else, but. Yeah, I think that's what, board. that's what I have. Or no. Yeah, the Snowball. Yeah, but this was, um, I got this for like uh, $45. Really? Off of Amazon? I did try to buy a cheaper microphone, and it it, it wasn't that great. Yeah. With the electronics, you can get burned sometimes. That's what I did, too, with the, um, the webcams also. Yeah. Later, Ronald. Dewey, I sometimes have to go back through and uh, some videos I have to watch all the way through to catch things to edit out. Like one day I was working on a project and my butt kept showing on camera. So I had to edit that all out of the video because <laughs> I knew I would hear some stuff about it in comments. Do you get do you get any negative comments or anything? It's not really negative comments. Uh, some people like to voice their opinions, what they would have done in situations. But you're all right with that, right? And I, yeah, yeah, I listen to them. I just I do things. Uh, so I like doing things my way. It's just how I do things. But I'll listen to everybody's comments. I learn every day. Yeah, we, well, I mean, we all like doing things our way, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's why we do shit. Um, Safael, uh, it did come with the microphone and the boom. Oh, it came with the boom, too. Yeah. So does that work for the... Uh, um, the podcast, too, then? Yeah. 
Well, actually, I'm recording the podcast right now. It's, it's recording everything we've been saying for the last hour and 18 minutes. Let's try and go uh, let's try and go late tonight, right? Yeah, what the heck? What the heck? It's our first podcast. Might as well make it a long one. Heck yeah. Well, you want to dis- actually, you know what I kind of want to discuss tonight? I don't, do you follow the news much? A little bit. Until it stresses me out, and then I just turn it off. <laughs> Have you heard about Iran shoot down that civilian plane? Yes, I did hear about that. And, you know, I like, terrible tragedy. Yeah. People died and stuff. But that's just it. Like, people freaked out that, you know, we killed that general. Yeah. And that they're afraid, like, Iran's going to do those. They can't do anything. They don't know how. Yeah. They fired bombs at, at bases in Iraq. None of them, none of those missiles ever made it or did anything. And then they're so fucked up they tr- they're trying to play war and they shoot down a billion plane and See, then people don't, people don't understand how advanced our defense systems are when it comes to stuff i grew i grew up here in this military town and i see this stuff all the time um yeah i and you know, a lot of people would say we uh, we spend too much on defense and stuff. Well, that's that's why to keep everything trained and oiled and good to go. You know, it had a little bit of fluid in there. I didn't even know. Zaphiel has lots of ideas. But I mean that in a good way. He, he's a good guy. He actually, he sent me a deal. You can get a Husky set at Home Depot of just sockets, 200 for $60, I think it was. Wow. That, that's, that's, uh, Husky stuff is pretty good, too. I like it. Yeah. All right, MC Engineering Inc., have a good one. Good night, uh, Craig Camp. Well, client graphics, what does that mean? How long is long enough? Yeah. <laughs> you know, client dropped, jumped in one time on one of my streams at the end of it. And we went on, I was already on three hours, and we went on another two hours just talking about Ryobi tools. <laughs> is it is well I wa- I watched one maybe last week, was it? Yeah, he was on I, last week. Or was that, it last week or the week before? Yeah, it, it was like a four hour stream or something, right? Maybe even longer. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I was actually listening to um I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like a lot of your live streams on Saturday nights, I play um, <laughs> I play video games like baseball games, but I put that on mute and I just I have your your live streams going. Just so you know, I can a lot of people the conversation. Tell me that. Or they listen to my live streams and drink beer. 
I, I don't Something do about that. Elijah Chicken wants to drink beer, so. <laughs> I'm just playing video games, but yeah, I, I, it's, you know, you're always there Saturday night, so. Yep. <laughs> Unless they have like an event or something that I'm going to on Saturday, then I won't go. Yeah. Which I don't have any plan for until April. I don't know, dude. As long as, uh, as long as Neil wants to go, I'll go. Oh yeah, it was four and a half hours, Ed. I I'm about to go. With Iran. What's I'm about that? to go steal a computer chair out of the house because last time I did a long live stream, this wooden chair hurt my back the next day. <laughs> Oh yeah, I hate skip sizes. I like to buy sets that ain't don't got the skip sizes. They're usually more pricey, but they're worth it. That's the thing now is like I have so many different different brands of sockets. Yeah. And I'm not like really close to making the actual full socket set. But like do I spend two hundred dollars and buy it? Craftsman 450 piece one or you know you know I got I got complete sets of ratcheting wrenches but I need complete sets of regular wrenches so that's going to be my next investment I don't think I want to jump on the icon train it's because too many people talked about it so now I don't even want to buy them so that's how I, yeah, if a lot of people talk about them, I don't even want to buy them no more. This ruined it for me. I bought a pretty substantially nice set of Stanleys like years ago. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go with uh, keep going with the gear wrench with the uh, with the complete set of them. Yeah, gear gear wrench usually has no skips. Unless you buy them from like a store like Tractor Supply and then they skip sizes. But if you actually buy them from an actual gear wrench dealer or Amazon, even Amazon has them, they got no skip sizes. Well, client graphics, in that case, I have a complete set because I haven't run into a case where I got to go out and buy one. Yeah. I have, Craig, I have, uh, I have my wrenches, my standard wrenches. I got, I went to the pawn shop over the years and bought them by the book. So I have six point, I have the 12 point, I have them all. What, what do you prefer? I mean, there's a lot of debates. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm glad I'm not a mechanic on YouTube because, uh, I, <laughs> there's just so much stuff that goes on with the tool with the tools and stuff and what works for who and who works for what you know do you follow any of that some not really because i usually base my opinions on stuff for trying it myself and not what they say 
Yeah, I mean, you. I'll be honest, like, that's what I try to let people understand about my channel, too, is, like, I will give you information, I'll give you first impressions, uh, and then, you know, I usually use the tool for three, four months, and then review it again, see how it lasts, but, like, at, like I go on YouTube to look for those videos of tools I'm looking at, but I still have to take my own opinion on what people are telling me yeah. and apply it, you know? So that's what I do. It looks like the new icon drama is the drama over the tribus, <laughs> which they look cool. I'm not gonna lie. Anybody who's ever did have to do hydraulic lines, power steering lines, the concept's great. I don't know. I've never tried them, so I can't say either way. Because you know, there's mixed opinions, and it's the new YouTube drama in the tool community. Well, it's that's the clout chasing, but um, <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe the stuff's junk. And, you know, people probably shouldn't buy it. But it's made in USA. So, like, constructive criticism and how to do it better would probably be better than just trying to yeah, run them in the ground. But, you know, like I said, that's not my industry. So Maybe it's just the new thing that it's going to get better as they go along. I hear they're really pricey, though. Well, yeah, like, but see, that's the thing. Like, say if if Tribus tool set that they made was Snap on, I bet you it'd be a seven hundred dollar set instead of three fifty. Yeah, and people wouldn't complain; they would nope. just buy it because it's Snap on. But that's not what it is. So you know, the price is too high, and I mean, I do have to see some more tests on them and stuff to see how they actually do. Yeah. Pretty tough concept though to nail down. What drill bits, Craig? The one you sent me? The big ones? I have not because I ain't had a hope that I need to drill that big yet. I'll be right back, all right? Okay. What me, guys, is I do a lot of metal work, and the drill bit I have got to hold up so far has been the cheap Harbor Freight drill bits that after they wear out and break, I can throw away and go get new ones. They seem to last longer than any other metal drill bit that I've got so far. I hear the uh, machine-style drill bits are really good for metal, but they're really expensive. I like their step bits. The step bits, I get a lot of use out of them. Uh, usually, after, after a while, the step bits will break at the shaft. But I usually get a lot of use out of them before they break, so.
I wouldn't mind having one of those jacks, those Daytona jacks. I've used the other brand they had there with the uh, you know race style jacks, and they're pretty actually pretty good. We used them in the diesel shop. Look, big old trucks up. Yeah, see, that's the thing. There's like nice tools to be had at Harbor. There's good tools to be had everywhere, you know. If a mechanic tells don't at least own one Harbor Freight tool, I can guarantee they're lying. <laughs> guarantee it. It's like if you ask an electrician if he's ever been shocked. If they say yeah. no, he's not a fucking electrician. Or a welder getting burnt. Right. I get burned every time I weld. Usually burn right through my gloves, and I just keep on welding because I'm usually in the groove of it, and I don't want to stop. <laughs> I guess my second monitor is going out because I kept losing audio with y'all earlier. Yeah, it cut out a few times there. So I guess I'm going to have to just get rid of it. It's not worth it if it's not working. And Mike Hodge says, I just prefer Snap-on. If I break something, I can text my dealer. And that's fine. You know, like if you can afford it and you're good with it. I, I think a lot of people get tool broke, you know. Yeah. Not, but if you get to a point in your life where you can buy like the tools you you want to buy, that's all right, too. I mean. I mean, Snap-on does have good stuff. They're just pricey. And I don't like to get stuck with payments. I don't want to do the whole payment thing. I'd rather buy something straight out if I have to buy it. You know, that's that's where the, the personal judgment comes in, you know, what you'd rather yep. want to do. Now, I do want to go on a Snap-on truck and buy a set of PWCs because those are great. I have used them, and I want to sit in my own personal shop. And, I, you know, I'm not a mechanic, but what are those? It's like a mix between a pipe wrench and a vice grips. Shit, yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. <laughs> um. Have you ever... I don't well barefoot it in shorts. That's Nate. <laughs> Go-karts and go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what was I going to say now? I forget. The, uh, shit. I'll remember. It'll come back to me. Doing the one-time payment. So. Yeah. Long as several, probably over. Well, I know well over a hundred thousand dollars in tolls, and he's probably so in debt with the toll truck that he'll always be paying it. See, and that's I, I'm so glad a tool truck does not come to my work. And give yeah. me a credit line to me. I mean, the mechanic. The thing is with like the, 
WCs are like 60 bucks. I could save up some money, buy those straight out. I don't have to do payments with them. Now, who sells gear wrench down by you? Tractor Supply, uh, Napa, and I think, is it Advanced that sells them? We don't have no uh, gear wrench here yet. I wish we did. If we had gear wrench trucks like some areas have, I'd shop a lot there. Oh, so interesting enough, I had a guy subscribe to me, and he has a channel. It's a very good channel. And I think it's called the Backwoods Mechanic. And he checked out, I think it's, for me, it's Advanced Auto Part. It's, uh, they have a brand that's, uh, I think it's Tech, but it's T-E-Q. And he went mm -hmm. over their ratchets, and it is the same people that manufacture gear wrench. So it's the same wrench um, or ratchet. Um the parts are interchangeable and it's like $30 less than gear wrench and gear wrench is, you know, pretty affordable. Yeah. I mean, it's expensive, but you know, well, I don't go to buy tools. I still buy a little bit of quality tools. I just don't buy snap on stuff because I don't want the payments. Do we, we all do that. If we see a, Killer selling tools. If we have the money, we all, we all, we usually are broke usually when we see those sales. <laughs> I, uh, I, I can't impulse buy anymore, but, you know, if I get a little extra money, I'll buy something that I want to buy. Yeah. Or, you know, I've been eyeing up for a while. Well, see, Mike Hodge, that's what I do. I buy I buy tools that make me money. But I do have some woodworking tools and some metalwork. Well, metalworking tools make me money, too, because I do a lot of trailer repairs because commercial landscapers like to go to a shop that could do handle all their business. The trailer repairs, the truck repairs, the mower repairs, handles all their repairs, and that's what I do. Dewey did it just said, TMM, did you all see my post where cobalt tools are made by the same folks that make the wall? I didn't know that. Me either. A gear wrench is Apex Tool Group. Yep, out of Taiwan. See, I don't follow much of that. Who makes who? Because it's all like rebranded. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, it's it's hard to follow. Let's face it, a lot of that stuff. I'm gonna take a lot of crap for saying that. Face it, a lot of stuff on most of those tool trucks are probably rebranded too. Yeah. JS Products. Huh. You are lucky, Ed. Of course, my work pays for all my tools, too, but I am my work, so. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So are all your ratchets gear wrench? Uh, some of them. I got a, I got a gear wrench ratchet. I got a blue point ratchet, and of course, you know my tech, my quarter inch sets a tecton. That's it, blue point. I got blue point gear wrench, and yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I got right. a few snap-ons. You have a few what? Snap-ons, snap but I, I bought them at the pawn shop at night, tool trucks. Have you ever tried Nipex pliers and stuff? No, but everybody keeps talking about them. I think I'm going to try them. They're, they're amazing. I got to buy a new set of vice, uh, some vice grips. All my vice grips are broke. I don't know why, but they're all broke. So I got to buy new ones. Right now, that broke. I had some cheap, no brand name Chinese ones. <laughs> so it's time to get some good quality ones. I've had them for years. This thing, I mean, that's an Ir I've always had the Irwin. I bought some other brands too, like Stanley has a good one. But they're all pretty decent. Yeah. I hear when it comes to grips, though, that you. Irwin's really the good way, best way to. It is. It's they're, and they're not super expensive either for what it is. But I mean, you go to Walmart and buy them. Yeah. Interesting. JS Products is in Vegas. They make Cobalt, Dewalt, Steelman, Proto. Cole and Dickies. So JS Products must be probably owned or contracted out by Stanley. Yeah, it's true. Have you looked at any of the heart tools at Walmart? I haven't picked one up, but from the outside, they look cheap. I don't know if I like them. <laughs> I, I'm starting to wonder if, uh, like, why they went from or, or letting go of Hyper Tough. Yeah. I like to go in there and buy all the cheap screwdrivers. I've always buy the cheap screwdrivers and put them in the spot where everybody sees them. So if they bar come in my shop and borrow a screwdriver, they'll borrow one of the cheap ones. So if they lose it, it ain't such a big deal as if they lose one of the more expensive ones. That is true. I actually bought um, the demolition screw hyper tough screwdrivers with the striking yeah. cap, and um, they've been holding up pretty darn good so far. What's up, Texas Keykeeper? He got him. He's got himself a new logo for his channel. He needs to make new videos. He needs a new camera. His camera only only holds charge for like five minutes. Really? Yeah. Damn. 
I'm trying to crank my John Deere. Yeah, well, gotta get that valve unstuck then. Sometimes you can get lucky with getting them unstuck without taking the valves out, but the real sure way to make sure when working on some valves that it won't stick again is to actually take the valve out and clean it good and put it back. It's just a lot more work. Uh, Dewey did it says don't pay much are coming out in a few months and pack better brushless motors and go from 1.5 amp hour to 2 amp hour okay Mike hmm I might try one out then and I don't need one I got I got DeWalt stuff but I try one out if the price is right is all your cordless DeWalt yep And you, my sister guess, bought me I my mean, first works, set of the right? and I just kept going. Yeah. Do you have any like the uh, impacts uh, or anything like that? I want a half inch impact to make it easier to take blades off. Right now, I drag my air hose out from the shop, hook up my air one, wait for the air pressure to go on. Dewey, I actually own probably two or three of those Predators. I got one on the... I got one... Actually, I own three. One on the yellow mini bike, one on the blue mini bike, and one on the go-kart. They're not bad engines for that purpose, but I think for stuff, uh, like tillers and stuff, I think the old engines had more torque. What's the coolest thing you've ever worked on? Oh, oh man, there's been so many things. <laughs> I've worked on like from $10,000 big giant zero turns, big Kubota ones, to four-wheelers, to outboard engines. I've had some mopads. I pick on horse all the time for having a moped or a scooter, but... I have I have fixed plenty of pads and they are fun to ride. I'm not gonna lie. I that's the one cool part about my job is when those fun toys come in to get fixed because then I get to play with them to test them out. Yeah, it'd be awesome. See, I missed out Ed on the DeWalt Black Friday. So, had the money. It's the wrong time of year for a small engine mechanic to have money. I have not tried the drinks. I know Garage is a big fan of them, but I have yet to try one out yet. 
Polar Bear Ed. Coolest thing I've worked on is a V12 Detroit on a rock crusher. Man, Dad, my phone is right here. I read something about you and your the dog is watching TV. <laughs> it's my sister. What about anyone else in the chats there? What's the coolest thing you guys have ever worked on? Poor Bear Ed said uh, that V12 Detroit on a rock crusher. Yeah, that'd be cool. Hot Rod Gavin, most expensive thing I've worked on is our $10,000 skid steer. No, candy's mine. <laughs> By the way, have you ever had one of these? Fifth Avenue? I say I have. It's like a, a Butterfinger. Ray, if your internet's okay, you can, I can send you the link. You can hop on. All right. Everything, any like... What people work on, it's all cool, right? We all, yeah. a lot of us enjoy our jobs, but there has to be like one that like is exactly always at the top of your head. I think the high dollar four wheeler I worked on, the hunting four wheeler, was the funnest because you know it's something I never could afford to buy on my own, and they're always fun to uh, ride around on. The Fifth Avenue bars are amazing. Okay, Ray, I'll send it to you on Facebook. Oh, that's scare, share screen, not invite. Ray's laser running with a diesel engine. What do you like to watch on YouTube? I got really into, well, of course, black uh, blacksmithing stuff, but I got really Watching them run the lace, lace mills and stuff are really interesting. Kind of relaxing. Making. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hold on, Ray. I'm getting there. My my computer's kind of slow. It's running all this stuff, so it's kind of slow. Hold on one second. Uh, I I gotta build a faster computer for all this YouTube stuff. This one's just too slow anymore. I just didn't want to spend the money, but if I want to stick with YouTube, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I have a cheaper computer. Just to do the live streaming and stuff. Everything else I do for my phone. Yeah. It's hard. Now, so have you used any cordless tools besides the Walt? 
Not many. Uh, I had I used to have Craftsman before the old Craftsman before DeWalt. And I had an impact driver. Man, I didn't really? know what then. It saves time. We're good now. <laughs> Gavin, you know, I chat more on my website, but not many people will go in there at night. If more people would go to my website and use the live chat, I would go over there all the time and use live chat on it. How's your website been up? Months, a few months. I don't know. I just updated it not too long ago. I put an online store there. I don't even know why. Why I would use the online store yet? I thought about cause of the sticker prices and the, between buying the stickers and the shipping that I would put them on there. I would put the stickers on there for a couple of dollars just to uh, make it easier for me. So I might use that for the online store, but I don't know yet. Be a good idea. Oh, Client Graphics says he's ready to roar. Yeah, I'm getting him the email sent now. I'll be right back. All right. Internet's working, Ray. I guess we'll find out one way or another. Yeah. For out there. The problem is there's like no signal anywhere. <laughs> well, a cell booster might be a pickup signal. Maybe. No telling how pricey those are. Probably the time you pay for that, you could probably pay for it, come out there and put internet out there. Right. I'm working on a client. Computer slow. I'm recording a podcast and everything right now, so running several different softwares. Until after this, we won't even know if this is this is even working right. Well, that's the fun part, right? Yeah. We might not even have a podcast to listen to tomorrow. Can someone turn the heat back on, by the way? Yeah, they need to. Not I'm freezing out here. Yeah, I'm standing halfway down the driveway to get internet, and there's ice on everything. <laughs> It's 
crazy how it was warm. What? Okay, yeah, yesterday, dude. yesterday it wasn't cold and it was raining and it didn't even make it cold and then all of a sudden now it's cold and icy. Yeah. What's up, Texas Key Keeper? Not much. I'm, I'm cold. <laughs> it's cold in Texas today. It was 70-some degrees yesterday, and then after that storm came through, it got below freezing. Oh. Yeah. Because it's 71 up here today. Y'all are probably eventually going to get that storm that hit us yesterday. Probably. Yeah, it was 70-something here today, or here yesterday, and now it's ice on everything, so. Yeah, it's, uh, well, I guess we're, I'm a little more adverse to ice and snow. Well, I don't, I don't have any wild turkey, so I'm not too up to ice today. <laughs> Have you used any work bro, Brandon? No, I haven't. I would like to try some. What would you like to try? What do you think? Those pliers that you showed off a few times look like they would be pretty cool. Looks like they got make good quality pliers there. Yeah, they uh they have they have a bunch of good different things. Uh polar bear ed. I am from um around the Sharpsburg area of Pittsburgh. Did I tell y'all about my uncle getting stopped in the airport at Pitts in Pittsburgh? What Pittsburgh? I don't know, they're in Pennsylvania. <laughs> All right, cuz they isn't there like one in Kentucky or Kansas or something yeah, like that? No, it was in Pennsylvania because he was at the schools there in Pittsburgh, uh, teach something, doing a class for schools about Chromebooks. Wild okay. turkey is Kentucky bourbon. Yeah, Amanda. So what about this uncle? Was it uncle? Okay, so he was in the, the the week before. We went to the gun range, and he used the same bag to carry his ammo in, and he cleaned it out. But somehow he got to Pittsburgh, and on his way back, they found one single bullet. <laughs> one single bullet in his bag. <laughs> Pittsburgh has a few colleges. We have uh, Carnegie Mellon. We have Pitt University. We got Duquesne University. I guess it's just Pitt. We have Pitt. Um, Robert Morris. Yeah, there's a few up here. 
Throwing stuff everywhere. All right, guys, what's up? Happy second Saturday of the new year, I believe it is. We're starting off with our tool talk on Saturday. Of course, uh, I was really, really late. Sorry about that. That's okay. Neil's always like three or four minutes late. <laughs> yeah, you know, hour and a half. Yeah, that's his thing. I make it. So, how's, how's everybody doing for their new year? I'm good. It's awesome to hear. Brandon, how about yeah, you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good, too. So far, pretty good. It's super cold. Super cold, not enjoying it. Yeah, it's it. cold here in Texas. It's like 11 it's degrees. Cold here in Texas also. Wow. It's not that cold, but it's pretty cold. Yeah, it's, it's got to be really cold when I'm going to join you guys for a live stream in my basement. <laughs> the way I see it. So, Neil, I heard that you uh, made your first trip to Harbor Freight. I not only heard that, I kind of saw you had some Hercules disappointment or how, how no, would no, you put that? Very surprised. Um, so the, the only thing I can – like – so I put this head-to-head -head against a Hilti, and it did fine. It did very well. It feels good. Um, the only thing is the chuck still, you know, you really got pushed to get – it's clunky. Like it doesn't – all like the bit doesn't always go into it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I – Kind of like that Milwaukee after you dropped it? <laughs> Well, you know, th this has a lot of, like, I use this every day, so there's a lot of dirt and stuff in there. But, I, you know, I was impressed. But, like, so my takeaway from Harbor Freight is, like, for the cordless stuff, the, the Hercules, at least, it Thanks seems... Thanks for stopping by, Ed. All right, have yeah, a good night, well, Ed. Bear, Ed. And I actually wanted to, you know, I jumped on here partially because uh, I think he was talking about this Napa uh 10-piece, 10-millimeter 10 socket set. Eh. Had to show that off for him. <laughs> but if he's leaving, show it off to everybody else, and he can uh, watch BFS's live stream later. So yeah. not to cut you off, Neil, but Brandon was saying if the podcast doesn't work out on this, there's other ways you can work around that. So you could go out. There's a lot of free programs that will allow you to rip things off of YouTube. And you could rip video off. You could run it through your own mixer or cleanser. MP3 rocket. <coughs> yep. And then, you could, and then you could shove it back up there. So don't feel too bad if your stuff doesn't doesn't work the first time the way you want it because there's always ways around it. Yeah, I think it's going to work. I had some audio issues earlier. And it's not like we only get one attempt. Yeah. So – for Polar Bear Ed, if he's still hanging around, because I see him lurking there, you get, uh, I think this is probably one of the best 10 millimeter sets because you get pretty much the equivalent in quarter inch with no, I don't know, no frills. The only thing that would make it better is if they in chrome in impact. So you would literally get like more. But other than that, not a bad set. <clears throat> I think it's on sale for 25 bucks. Not bad at all. 
So, Brandon, what are what are the specs on your computer? If you don't mind me asking, since you said it was running a little hot or a little old. Yeah, I, you know what? It's been a while. Let me pull them up. It has been quite a while. I know I needed to build one, but I was trying to hold off. But to, with this whole YouTube thing, if I'm going to keep at it, I'm going to have to do something. I got the tower and stuff. I just need a motherboard. I got I got hard drives. My uncle works at Acer, and he always buys. They do these sales every now and then, and he always buys hard drives and stuff. So I got hard drives. I don't know. So I just need motherboard, memory, uh, processors, you know, stuff like that. Just the expensive stuff. <laughs> expensive stuff. I already looked it up. I can get it for $400. Very good. Just to get me started. I'm going to have to add to it as I go. Because I want a capture card. That's uh, at least 100 bucks. Yeah. I don't even have one of those. I thought about it. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh. I don't want to go cheap on it because it just seems like it's going to end poorly and you're going to end up with 720 or 1080 up converted. So you, you kind of got to go and spend the money. That's just my two cents on that. If it was cheap and easy, I would have one. Yeah. It's kind of interesting hearing your guys' progression, you know, BSS congrats on hitting your 500. That's a really, really awesome mark. That's you know, awesome. as, as you continue to grow, this isn't just for my channel. It's for everybody's channel. Things start exponentially growing faster than what they originally did. I mean, it's always a slow road. But once you start hitting big milestones like that, it just starts growing a little bit faster and faster. So Yeah, I think 100 was the hardest. Yeah. And, and funny enough, it's like, Sometimes it's like the people that didn't know that they were going to be on YouTube or anything like that. Maybe they uploaded something like five years ago and they yeah. come back, they come back on and they're like, Oh, I got like 20 subscribers. And you're like, I've never produced anything. <laughs> I don't get the people that has no content, but over several thousand subscribers, they got lots of great friends or, yeah. or they deleted what they had before, or they, they just, go in a bunch of chat rooms that are um, basically follow me channels and they just get people to sign up. Yeah. I think they call that sub for sub. Well, I don't do the sub for sub, but I have went to some growth channels starting out. Let's see, I got four gigabytes down. Uh, I forgot how big my hard drive. 250. Which ain't much these days. No, it's not. That's what an SSD is. That's yeah. not a small one. And it was okay until I upgraded to Windows 10 to use software. Yeah, there's there's Mr. Durbin or people like me who have five videos and a thousand subscribers. That's just because you got a lot of friends, Craig. Yep. Cause Craig's everywhere. You go to, you, I swear, you're gonna go to some stream. You're gonna find Craig in at least one stream. Some lines, cause he's everywhere, and he's a, usually a mod in most every one of them. <laughs> and, and he's a good person yeah. to have as a mod. 
Brandon, what uh, what speed do you have? Do you have like PC three DR? I don't know. They have different speeds. There's somebody in that's saying, uh, I'll send you an eight gig stick, but yeah, four is not very much. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't opened this, this computer up. This was my sister's computer. When my laptop broke, I switched to it, this little mini tower. And so I don't know. I never opened it up. Mm, usually you can get pretty close if you just tell us what the processor is. Then Let me can, see. Because then you can Google it and see what the support for it is. Yeah. I'll tell you, it blows my mind the amount of people that ask questions for things. And there are some really, really smart people out there. But then they ask a question that if you just would have consulted Google, it will tell you the yeah. gosh darn answer. <laughs> Although I will admit, sometimes I'm really, really lazy. And I'm just like, just tell me the answer. And it's not Google because I just want to talk to a human. It's a Intel 630. Uh, that sounds like a motherboard, not a processor, but maybe it is. I don't know. Intel. It says, yeah. G. Six, processor. Six thirty. Yeah. Oh, it's a Pentium processor. From what year? And I just did that by googling Intel G six thirty. Yeah. It was launched in. 211. It has been discontinued, sadly. It was $64. You have two cores. Yeah, you have a very, uh, very older, older computer. Amanda, I know how to take the side off that computer. I don't want to take it off and mess with anything right now as we're re recording the podcast. The live stream. Yeah, it's probably got. I'm already having a hard time. The eight gig, but I do you much good. Your bottleneck's probably going to yeah. be your uh, your spinning hard drive. Yeah. I don't. I might have. A, let me look at my hard drive. It's been a while. I might have a bigger hard drive because my uncle always gets a bunch of hard drives, and I always get my hard drives from my uncle. Well, the magic word hard drive doesn't really matter if you have a bigger one. It's still going to be slower. There's only two. Yeah. There's only two desktop speeds that I'm aware of, um, unless you get into the some solid fashion. drive. Somewhere in the house, we got some solid drive, uh, two terabyte ones. Yeah, but again, they're they're still not any faster than yeah. than any other hard drive for the most part. You got your 7200 yeah. and your what 52 or 5400. Have your random magnetic storage for uh, I don't know those big old eight terabyte drives that so I got five hundred hard drive. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't have enough space either. I like literally don't save any of my videos that I publish to YouTube. It's like oh, published. That means I can delete everything related. Well, I got an external hard drive for those. It's just the softwares and stuff slow. Part of it's your four gig. And unless you have a video yeah. card, it's going to take you forever to chew through rendering stuff to upload to to, to YouTube. So I four found hours that, for a twenty minute video. Yeah. <clears throat> so like I I upgraded to a better computer that I thought was a better computer, and uh, it wasn't a better computer because all of my video uh, rendering was all like GPU bound. So I had to get a better video card. And let me tell you, a good video card is like. 
half the price, it seems like, or a quarter of the computer price, depending on how good you want to go. So I consulted Craigslist and still didn't spend enough money, but I didn't want to spend a lot. So I'm looking at it. It's this gaming motherboard with the processor on Amazon, and it's going to be right at $300. I got the tower and the power supply and all that. Yeah, it Craig actually is his his G whatever series processor is like a step down from the the i i3 series. Hi Amos. It was like a pre pre thing to that. I don't know. I'll look around. I'll see what I have parts. I upgraded, but I didn't ever sell my old one, so I'm upside around. Really, Craig? Because I I heard a lot of people likes that Asus gaming motherboard. I mean, honestly, I mean, you just need stuff that gives you good clean audio. Yeah. Has a expansion for video card. Yep. And and some SSD and a decent amount of RAM. I mean, people will tell you, great, you can overclock it. Yeah, you can get some extra performance out of it, but why don't you just buy something a little bit better? Yeah. I mean, a, a supercharger on a car is different than uh, a turbo on a computer. That's just my two cents. But if you want the ultimate perform performance, then yeah, you gotta you got to do that. But tell me what you're gaining. The amount of hours that you spend on some of those things, I think Neil was talking about it earlier or somebody was, they were, they were saying, why don't you just buy a little bit better? Or maybe it was Steven that was saying, you know, if I just would have spent a little bit more money or if you just buy the best, yeah, it's when you guys are having cutting blades lasting for like two years. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, if you factor in your time, because I mean, Brandon, you know how much your time is per hour that you charge people or how much it should yeah. be. Factor that in when you're going to warranty something out. What if you could have got to get, to an extra customer during that time. Yep. Not saying that you can, because time is the one thing you have to eat right now when you're when you're growing or continuing to grow a business. You got to put in those 16, 20 hour days. Dude, that was the motherboard I was looking at. That was the exact motherboard on Amazon and the exact process. Yeah, see, that's like overkill. That'll last you forever. Yeah. I mean, not, not forever. It just depends on how hardcore you want to do. Like if you had a robust enough internet, and you had enough, and you had a private IP address. You could host your own stuff, and you could do so much stuff on that. You could virtualize. I want it. Long time ago, I had some servers. I want it to uh, to host all my own stuff on my own servers. But we always had Time Warner, and Time Warner is one of those companies don't like to give you uh, even if you pay extra a static IP yeah, to do that stuff. I think uh, last time I looked, and then we dumped Spectrum, uh, I think it was like 79. Oh, you know what? I don't think they would give it to – they wanted us to buy business class. And I'm like, I'm yeah, not, I'm not going to upgrade to like – it was ridiculous. It was like 179 or 199 to go business class. And I'm like, uh, that's like quadrupling my bill from a residential customer. Yeah. No, wasn't worth it. So now I just pay $5 up the fat cow, but right now I'm having issues 
I got to talk to the tech support because something's going on and they're limiting, limiting me on the stuff on that server that I need to be able to do to run a better form. Ouch. I had that issue with them before and I talked to them and they, they up my, they up the, uh, upped it for me so I could actually do it, but I haven't done it this time. Of course, nobody goes to my website and uses it anyway. It really don't matter. It's there if someone does want to use it. Well, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to, um, while I like nice expensive things, I also like to not spend a lot of money. So I know the maintenance man likes Stanley stuff. I know Brandon is over a good deal. When I was at my Walmart today, they were pretty much clearancing everything out but heart. Yeah. So I posted like 10 pictures on Instagram all in the same yeah, post. I saw that. So like I like Kamalon. Yep. This is this is the big 25 foot. I have that one. I think that was on sale or on clearance for like seven bucks. Maybe, maybe cheaper. I can't remember. This one I couldn't pass up the little 12 footer. That one was $3. So I picked those up. Couldn't say no. I haven't seen channel lock stuff on clearance in, in forever. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even believe that. Like that was my leading Instagram post was like, wow, you're clearancing out channel lock. It, yeah. It's crazy. Everything that they're clearancing out. It is. And I love those channel lock pliers. I use mine a lot. Yeah. And I'm not knocking it. I was just so surprised. That the, it looks like they're literally blowing out everything so that they can move hard in, and it just Which boggles is, my mind. It's crazy because, like, you kind of you want a little bit of different options, but I guess they're just going with one. That's what it almost looks like. I mean, yeah. some of the hyper stuff stuff was getting clearance out, but I think that was like a a direct competitor to yeah. the heart stuff. And then there were other things that that weren't clearanced out of the hypercap. But like all the Stanley, clearance. Yeah. Every single thing that was Stanley. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was just funny. That was <laughs> funny oh, time. Yeah, because it's extremely cold. Oh, hey, it's extremely yeah. cold. Hi. Hey. Hi. Quick reminder. Um, yeah, it's 14 degrees out. Oh, I was just going to say um, – your daughter and her friends will be coming to our house tonight and we'll be sleeping in the basement. So just heads up. Okay. Reminder. Which means that I get kicked out in like uh, Probably at least 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Well, no, I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> well, I'm sorry that I jumped down on the computer because I really wanted to go. Okay. Bye. I really wanted, I really want to go. Hey honey, just turn the heat up in the house. It's so no, it's warm upstairs. It's just cold down. It's here. just cold down in the basement. <laughs> it's it's cold in the wintertime, and it's uh, nice and cold in the summertime. I like it down here in the summertime. It's amazing. Don't get enough. Don't get to spend enough time down here, but I wish I did. Me too. In my basement. We don't have basements in Texas. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting invaded. Yeah, that's because. Uh, so my daughter's home for college for that Christmas break and so she'll go back to, to school Monday. So she was gonna have a couple friends over and then she'll leave to go back to college tomorrow. So what a we, life. I know. 
It was rough being in college. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to have her home. She helps out a little bit. Oh, by the way, good job on that floor and everything. Yeah, so I got sidetracked there. I, yeah, I did. I really wanted to go live on my mobile so that I could take you around and show you what I did, but what I haven't done, have you critique it. And um, I think, you know, so I don't know if a lot of the stuff that I posted on Instagram could have been combined into a YouTube video or if like the one single painting thing that I posted on YouTube should have been an Instagram. I was like, I don't really care. I did a bunch of work, felt good. I'm still not done. I got a ton of painting to do, ton of trim work that's supposed to be easy, but it just is time consuming and yeah. tedious. And I have to get all of that done by like the 24th. Cause we have friends coming over. Yeah. No, I, I know there's, there's, uh, there's wife deadlines. Ah, but I imposed them on myself because <laughs> I technically didn't have to start, but I knew if I started, then I had to finish. And so this way, if I didn't start, I could always push it off. That's the second floor that we've bought for this house. The first floor is still sitting. Now I moved it over to my mom's house so it can take up her garage space because I don't have enough space in my garage. <laughs> and we'll probably sell that to somebody to put in a rental or something like that. It was that, that pre-engineered uh, wood floor. Yeah. And it wasn't waterproof, the one that I purchased. I felt with a bunch of kids running around, it was going to be best to to get a laminate. So that's what we ended up doing. But I, I, I didn't know really how to – everybody has got their own personal preference when it comes to flooring and tools that they use. Yeah. When it comes to the vinyl, you could buy a knife and cut that for one-time use. It didn't really feel like spending that. You can use your miter saws, but it's going to make a big mess with all the plastic I get around. I found – it really, really worked well to use my, you know, what do they call it? The, the oscillating multi-tool. Put a yeah. blade on that. You draw your straight line and you, you pull through it. It's just like using a, a little jigsaw on it or something like that. And it, it takes a little bit, but you can do it in the comfort of your own home around you and not make a mess or as as what you would with a miter saw and not have to go in and out, in and out to do your cuts. And you didn't have to purchase something that you didn't already have, or you didn't yeah. have to purchase something that's going to be a one-time purchase. So I can think of many, many uses that you can use a multi-oscillating tool for, but a laminate cutting knife, you can only use it for really one or two things. So my two cents, if you're going to, if you're going to lay down a floor and you're going to use uh, a vinyl planking, you probably should already buy a multi-oscillating tool for your trim and a couple other things but I would heavily recommend it. And even, even the, the cheapest yeah. multi-oscillating tool. And I didn't even purchase mine at Harbor Freight. I purchased it at Menards. It was like $14.99. I bought it like five years ago and it works great. I'll tell you a, another good one for inexpensive is the HyperTough. Yeah. They're, they're probably like rebranded. Oh, totally. Yeah. But, but that multi-oscillating tool and I'm sure Craig Durbin is like, yeah, I got the Ryobi one. It's awesome. It It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have it, but when I had uh, some some people come over and help me when I installed new windows in my house, they used the cut off the, uh, the metal nails that were in the casement of the old windows. It took a little while, but it went right through it, and they just burned through a couple batteries. But it, it took it. took it like yeah. 
so going back to the miter saw for cutting that, my uncle has found, because he was doing a lot of flooring, that it seems to dull his blades quicker when what? he's cutting that stuff with his miter saw. You have to get the the right type of blade. Um, yeah, I think you would a tooth blade. He's using a more fine tooth blade. You want to you want a mix? I don't know if you want the eighty one. I can't remember. I think mine was eighty. But but Dewey's right. You do want the uh, the compound sliding miter saw on that because oh, I yeah, only I have love a, my miter saw. I only have a twelve inch, and it's it's the non sliding. But yeah. You need the twelve inch. You can flip it over and get the second cut. But if you had the sliding, you would not have to flip it over. And I think my planks were like six inches or seven inches. I can show so, you all another cool thing with that. But you're right. You're hundred percent right. That would be um, totally true. That you you would want a sliding if you were doing it every day. If you were yeah. if you were a, a DIY or home person, and you had a ten inch miter saw. Again, I would I would tell you to try that that multi oscillating tool and buy one unless you wanted one or an excuse to buy one that would be an excuse if someone doesn't have an oscillating tool and that's something that like doing the flooring i got one jumps to like people don't know how to live before without them oh yeah it's a it's a life yeah it is so i learned i'm no woodworker but i learned with my uh my sliding comp my compound slide miter saw that I can do these type of joints in wood slide in pieces of wood to make different things. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Now I did have my table saw, so that would be the other thing that you would you would probably yeah. just want to get on. Yeah, well a lot of people would use that, but I learned that I could use my miter saw I never knew I could have done my used my miter saw to do that before. Yeah, I, I, the way, the way my joists were, so my joists went this way and I laid this way. There were some long cuts that I actually had to trim a board down. I had to take the, the tongue or the groove off, depending on which way I was going, because I actually have basically like a horseshoe. Mine would be like, well, it'd be like a, a backwards Y practically. And so I started on one leg and then had to come this way and then go up and back. Yeah, that's what I had to do. Yeah, you definitely need uh, um, something to rip the the boards down when you get to the edges and stuff. So the table for that. Really know how horse. Gonna, didn't really know how I was going to that. So you know what? You just got what you got. A painting video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've always wanted to tag a video as ASMR, that audio sensor, yeah, whatever, <laughs> with no voice. I'm like, screw it. I'm going to actually do one. <laughs> so that's what we did. Great. It's great not having to talk in a video. Yeah. Yeah. I've done a few of those. You know, though, I tried that call restoration videos, but I find myself I want to talk. I guess I'm so used to talking in a video.
That's one way to do it, Craig. The other way would be to pay somebody to do it. I'm cheap to pay somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty easy, too. Like, it just takes time. Yeah, and, like, for what you're going to pay someone to do, probably the same quality will. Well, you know, like, that's the way I look at it. It's like, the person I'm going to hire, super expensive tractor, is going to be some guy that could only do probably worse work than I could do. So, <laughs> just, you know, I got to fucking do it. Well, unless you can pay. I never tried like that stuff down. It's pretty easy unless you can pay him cash and you pay him well. Yeah, I, I know. I don't have that. I'll just do it myself. Right. I can't that remember. way, I can't. I can't get mad at anyone if I'm the one that lays it and screws it up. I think the worst part about doing it is you're your own worst. You will notice that one corner or that one spot that you're like, "Yep." I'm always going to see that one and you always do see it. And then you start looking at other people's things and you're like, Oh yeah, they did the same thing as me. And then like four or five years later, you hopefully don't notice it as much. I'll give you the perfect hey, example. My, my co-hosts are okay with it. I'm okay with it, but we are shooting our podcast just so you know, too. I just want to let the panel, we are shooting a podcast with this. Um, uh, what was I just, oh, so, uh, yeah, the second shower I ever did at my house, and, you know, I lay the tile and everything, and there's a um, an accent, like, stripe in it. Yeah. And the one section, instead of having them lock how they should, I've cut one end, and I put it in there, and I grouted it, without even realizing it and like i beat myself a year over it because i'm like what a stupid mistake and i pointed out to like everyone i'm like yeah here's the bathroom i did look at that terrible (laughs) tile job (laughs) and they're like where what because the grout covers it up but like i always see it yep it drives me nuts yeah it's like (laughs) some people um some people are trained to start their grout lines in the center of a doorway and some people won't right. at all. And you're like, oh. I've always been told that you, you make the center of a door, a grout line. Then it just has to go in that order after right. that. And then I saw somebody doing it with the center. They do this. And, and I was like, huh. Now I don't know which one I like better. Now I don't know which one's <laughs> right or wrong. Well, I, I think you actually have to find the actual center of the room and then go off of that, and that's how you actually do the tile. But for most people, it looks a lot better if you just start in the doorway, find your middle grout line, and then you work your way. That's the way I did it. That's the way people told me. But then I saw somebody just put down the center of the first tile in the center of the doorway <laughs> the thing worked out great too yeah i yeah there's no right or wrong way actually it's you know it's like painting everyone has their own interpretation and i bought paint today bought some promar 200 contractor grade paint from sherwin williams that's what we use stuff works great yep promar 200 into my own house 
That's another thing. Too. That's a good paint uh, tip. Also, is it no matter what brand you buy, if you're doing a house or something, buy the same brand throughout. Oh yeah, and not to plug Sherwin Williams or anything. I've always had a really good. They've always been. They've always kept all my paint colors, and they've yeah. always kept the consistency. When I come back three years later or five years later, want to get the same gallon of paint. They've they've matched pretty well for me. At a Walmart, sure. Yeah, yeah it's a hundred percent true. That's you know, that's why I like a you know I, apartment maintenance. That's because the mix that they made 10, 15 years ago might be slightly different, whatever. But when you think it turns out the same. Yeah, that's you know when I when I want my darks to be dark, they're dark. And, and the whites are always the same shade of white yes. that they're not too far off. So I, I, I like it. Yeah. It's good stuff, professional. I also picked up one of these. Oh, Craftsman. So that one looks exactly, well, not exactly. It's like almost a dead ringer Linux version yeah, of it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And, uh, there's a the, the grip on, on it, but of course that's going to wear off. And this one was also like first, and then the Linux one was like clearanced out for like eleven forty nine or eleven ninety nine <laughs> at Menards. So I took some video of it, and and I'll compare them at some point in time in my life if I ever get around. And I should return that one and get the Linux one, but I'm going to keep the Craftsman one because it's Craftsman. Because it's Craftsman. Yeah, it's got a sentimental attachment to me. Even though, oddly enough, I couldn't even figure out where this would be at. Probably like Canada. <laughs> I don't know. I read it like times, and it's probably staring right at me. Still can't find it. Still doesn't say where at. Australia. I'll be right back. I wish I would know. I don't really care. Hopefully it stays sharp enough. Yeah, I tried the bare paint, but again, it comes back to easy for Sherwin Williams to remember the colors for me. It's where my sister go, and I'm sure I could do that at Home Depot too. I got one of those pro accounts there, but I never really use it other than I give them my phone number and they track my receipts. They probably got a paint system. I just never hooked it up. It's not that I don't shop there. I shop there a lot. Yeah, I buy the Diablo Blazer. Haven't had a problem with those. We used to paint everything with the old military paint. You got the Habitat for Humanity resell plays. And the paint they used to paint these uh, uh, housing areas for the military, they always had leftovers and they sent to the restore place. And that's how we used to paint our houses. It was usually either white or tan. That's what you got. Well, you're very lucky that you even got tan. Yeah. Ari says, oh man, I don't I don't know. The colors are so bad. Well our hat our store went to our restore place here here recently, the Habitat Mandy restore place. And their prices has got so high that you can go to Lowe's or Home Depot and buy it new. So what what's the point anymore? 
I th- I think that's because they like spend so much on picking up like you know around us they can pick up they pick up the material and stuff that people have or you could drop it off. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that probably screws. But the way I am with things, if I go to a pawn shop or something like that, if the price is close to it, I'll go buy it new and not used. That's how I've always been. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you at least have a warranty. You at least have the ability to return it if something doesn't work out or it breaks. One of the things I never buy used is I never buy rigid used on it. Some people like rigid. Some people don't. Some people say they've gotten burned on their lifetime service agreement. Some people haven't. That's life. Sometimes people are cool like Neil, the maintenance man, and sometimes people are. <laughs> I actually, I really Neil like Bridget tools. I, I bought into that lineup, but um, you know, when I bought into it, I don't know what I was expecting. But I was like, these are basically. I mean, I know they're all the same company and stuff, but. They're bigger and bulky like Ryobi, but they do have a more professional, you know, action to them. But like the Milwaukee's just so compact, you know. Yeah, it's that's that's a big thing. So like, I did that one screwdriver review, and I was talking to my neighbor about screwdrivers, and I was like. God, I really, really hate these like 11 in ones and nine in ones and six in ones. He's like, you do? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it never has right, right bit for me. He's like, well, you never have the right one at the right time then. He's like, he's like, I use, I use this one all day, every day. Lennox. Yeah. And, and I had it and he's like, he's like, that's my favorite one out of all of them. And I'm like, Why? And, and he got to talking to me, and he's like, because I can fit, fit so many tools in one tool belt, and it's not heavy, and it doesn't have any issues. And I'm like, oh, you like this now. Because <laughs> then I was looking at some of my bigger sets, and I'm like, I can't carry around that whole thing, and I can't keep it organized. And I'm not going to have a separate bag for screwdrivers that I'm going to carry with me. And I truly don't need 20 screwdrivers when I go somewhere. Yes, yeah, so just that. So you take just your one, nine and one, 11 and one, whichever one it works for you. And you bring your precision screwdrivers and you call it a day. Yeah. So I don't know. I really, really just can, man, I'm just surprised at all this stuff. So 2020, I'm not fully sure what I'm going to do this year. I know two big videos to do at the beginning of the year here. I'm still working on it. Really just, getting out and talking to people like really talking to people with with getting a better understanding of it just asking questions just to shut up and say well what do you think what what works for you what doesn't work for you that's that's a good way to approach it there tools especially you know because there's so many different opinions out there on different tools. Well, yeah, and you know what they say about opinions. Yep. But the but the real thing is is just to take the knowledge and information from them, and then make that judgment call yourself. 
because you have to. I mean, if you buy something that's that's crappy or you spend your money and you end up with something like this, which is like all great 10 millimeter sockets on a Harbor Freight socket rail. So like this is like the the three for three socket rails for like 99 cents, but it's got like, I don't know, well over $100 for millimeter sockets on it. But I was too cheap to uh, to get enough socket rails that were cheap enough to fit on one single rail. So I ended up with that. And that's how you lose all your tins. <laughs> <laughs> Almost lost them all. But yeah, those are all pawn shop for the last like five or ten years. Every single one of them. Okay, except for the snap-on one. Yeah, I just picked up an SK 10 millimeter socket in two weeks. I was really excited about that. That was a first of the year find. SK. Yep, SK 10 millimeter socket. Shit, almost lost it again. <laughs> yep, that was that was the uh, that was the find for the year so far. Sucker looks brand new too. Oh, a lot of good stuff. I need to buy some more tools this year. I got bought many tools in 2019. Well, if we want to have tool talk days, you're never going to have to have some tools. Yeah. Well, I brought in the tool widget instead of one. <laughs> Good for you. You can put those in your toolbox. Show us how to Oh, yeah. Them. I did it. It's really uh -huh. nice and organized. I just so many extra ones that I left one here to look. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to brainstorm some things today, and then I just ended up messaging you guys that, yep, reminder, I got family things going on today, so I'm not going to make it. But yeah, we should do something like where it's like, all right, you pick one tool or something, you pass it to the person to the left of you, and then we talk about it, and then we pass it again, and then we talk about it or something like that. Yeah, I'd be up for that. We'll have to think of something like that. We got to keep it to like a, a like a minimum, or or maybe even like all right. So we have like a ten dollar maximum plus five dollars shipping. Yeah, we have, we have to purchase something, and then you have to open it live, and then you have yep. to be like, huh? And then you have to figure out like you have to do a project or you have to do something so that you can bring that to the next video. I think with me and it's a thousand, we need to do some kind of giveaway on the live stream too. I might never make it there. <laughs> I think we're eventually going to make it there. If you do it, if you do it long enough, you're you're destined to make it. Everyone could eventually make it there. Yep, I I think everybody can. They just they just have to not want it, and they just have to not try, and it'll happen. Yeah, I, I've been doing a good job at that. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, my views are kind of up right now for me to be a small channel. My views are, especially the Harbor Freight one I did at the Harbor Freight pools. Yeah, Neil, did you pick up some subscribers after doing that Harbor Freight compare? Not cheap for that. Really? <laughs> really? People usually like those Harbor Freight videos. <laughs> you think that, but um. But that that's all right. Like I, I was very mixed on Harbor Freight, you know. Like it just is like another Home Depot for me. Like if if you shop there, go there. If you don't, don't. You know. 
So I was actually hoping that you were going to be like, none of my expectations were met. And then you're going to have to make a second trip back there to return it. <laughs> well, I am covered in packing oil. I'm, I'm, I am going to make a second purchase there probably next week. And that will be my, um, uh, something I checked out there when I was there and I, I thought it looked pretty good and it'll work for me. And I'm pretty excited about it. Make sure you get your coupon situation figured out. No, no, I'm just going in there. I just want that one tool. So I don't know if I'm going to, you know, if it becomes more routine thing, then I'll, you know. Yeah, but even before you go there, you got to make sure that you take the item number, you plug it into the Harbor Freight coupon database, <laughs> hfqpdb.com, you put the item number in, you make sure that there's no coupons that are better than the ones that you currently have or don't have, so you can get the item for cheaper. Then you cross-reference it with the 20% off to make sure that that item that you're looking at is not on the excluded list. So you could get 20% off of it. And then you figure out what free item you're going to get, whether it's a flashlight or maybe they don't even have that available in the store because sometimes they're sold out. But then you can at least walk away with two items and a couple dollars saved. I might have to face See this right that. here. You might I had this, but I only made one purchase with my Inside Track Club membership. I only found one thing I wanted to buy with it so far. So, Which was that bender I got. When I went there, uh, the gentleman checking everyone out, two people in front of me, took about half an hour to get through those two people. So when I went up there, um, <laughs> and I've never been to Harbor Freight, but I was, I'm not like a very rush type person. Half an hour to check out two people with a couple items was a little extensive. Huh. So <laughs> he gets he gets phone number, and I know it's like to type it in the base. Like I've never fucking been here, but I'm gonna give him my number anyways. So I tell I tell him my number, and he's like, "Oh, you're not. There's nothing there for it." I'm like, "Uh, there probably wouldn't be because I've never been here before." He's like, "Oh." So like, you want to sign up? I'm like, no, nah, I just want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so that, I mean, like I said, I don't think the tools are that bad. Like this Hercules compact screwdriver, it's it went head-to-head -head with a Hilti, and it fared very well. Um, the two things that I could complain about it if I wanted to is the, the chuck still not broken in. Or maybe it's just defective. And the battery indicator light, I don't like when it's just like press and you have to hold. Like as soon as you release, it's gone. It'd be nice to – most things have it where if you hit it, it's going to show up for a second or two. Yeah, like three to five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this, yeah, this was a hundred. Well, this was a hundred dollars. This was over a hundred dollars. This was. Oh, more, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I I don't know. That's picky. The battery life on this thing is phenomenal, though. Very good batteries. It's good brand, it's brand new right now, but yeah, they they do put decent batteries in those. Really interesting, just to see how long it really will last. 
That yeah, that that's the big question, right? Because reviews on that tool, but I haven't seen people do like a, a one year, month or two year follow up yeah. since it's come out. And I think somebody has mentioned before they're like, I've gotten to job sites before, but I've never seen anybody using one of those consistently. I've said that Hercules and stuff. I've never seen it out. I mean, I, I'd be interested to know if it is really just a, a DIYer or if it's a, a contractor that's like, well, I don't want to screw up my good stuff. So I'll just bring this back in 90 days. Yeah. So Brandon, I'll, I'll beat around the bushes one. Um, and, and I can't confirm or deny it, but there's been reddits. There's been things on Facebook that if you're good with photo editing and we'll just say cropping yeah. that if, if some of the clubs have that you could potentially join by, by spending extra money, if your photo cropping skills yeah. popped in the right direction, again, I can't confirm or deny that there's no phone number truly associated with the inside track club that that would actually not work for you rather than choosing to purchase that program. Yeah. Again, I can't confirm or deny. I can't confirm or deny that. <laughs> but you work hard for your money and there's no Harbor Freight coupon jail that I'm aware of. <laughs> or, I mean, I, and this is just a joke, but like if they do complain, just be like, I do YouTube. <laughs> And then they'll and be like, they'll ask like, you right to the front of the line. And oh, is that how it works? <laughs> In my store, they're like, we don't care. We're going to mistreat you equally now. Well, actually, we're going to mistreat you more now, so you can put it on YouTube. No, I, I'm just, I'm just joking. But it is like it's cr crazy. Um, in terms of YouTube and stuff, it seems like Harbor Freight's, you know, really likes getting their stuff out there on that platform. And I think it's worked very well for them. Well, I, I don't think it's just Harbor Freight's the first one that was really like, you know what, why don't we market this way? It's very cheap. We literally don't have to do anything. We just yeah. send a few stuff. tools out or send or the person to the... Yeah, yeah. Or just be nice to somebody that does stuff on YouTube. The, the thing is, is that people that have crappy bad service are, are nine times out of 10. The people that you hear complain about things are the ones posting stuff about things. And then there are a few select people that, you know, they post their positive experiences because that's what they want. There's a lot yeah. of people that thrive off of negativity. There's a nice. lot of people that grow off of negativity and then downward spirals. I, I, so touching on that point is I like I've been told, like, why don't you do more negative reviews? And it's like, you know, I'm always looking for the positive. You know, I'll be honest about the tool. If it doesn't work for me, it doesn't work for me. But I mean, and and then on, on uh, what's I getting to here? Um, on the Harbor Freight stuff and whatnot, like. I don't know. I think they go about in a good way with the YouTube and stuff. Yeah. 
There's not many, and, and then like, you know, Work Pro too. Um. Oh, that that's why I was getting. To. I'm sorry. So like, like when I started my YouTube channel and started doing stuff and talking about Work Pro and whatnot, and um, like you know, I just as as doing this to make videos and have fun. And like, then someone mentioned like influence. You're an influencer. I'm like, no, I don't influence anyone. But now that I've been in this for a while, like WorkPro has round YouTube now. And I know I need your contact. I need to try that out. You just keep talking about them, talking about them. I'm, I'm like, a, what the I'm, heck? I'm I'm definitely going to. Uh, that's why I was asking you if you ever used it, and we'll yeah, fig figure something out for sure. Yeah, it never hurts to ask. All you can do is ask. The worst they're going to do is tell you no. They might have some choice. They actually follow YouTube. When I was bull, they follow me on YouTube. Well, I, I do know they watch your live streams also. Yeah, well, because you're the inside man there. No, no. <laughs> they, they, you on the packaging <laughs> <laughs> no I, I mean they they watch your live streams whether i'm on them or not like they they listen to your live streams and stuff um pretty cool company though uh and they make some pretty deep like great star tools who makes work pro tools they make a lot of stuff yeah yeah like you know, Husky, Quinn, the place. So before I wrap up, my daughter's going to be kicking me out of my own basement here pretty soon. <laughs> Speaking of cool companies out there, one of them that, that does some interesting products be Capri Tools. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, Capri Tools. So that's a pretty cool set there. And that's something that I don't own the, until these – Six-point ratcheting, reversible, SAE, Eric. satin finish. A little bit longer. See, I, don't I need to go out and buy a reversible set because I don't own no reversibles yet. So I own I'll a, try them out. a ton of reversibles. So this one might even have the maintenance man's heart here. Now, I, I have some of those. This was this was my very first set that I purchased with my own money of, of reversible ratchets. I have a few of those. I have this the is, 13 millimeter. This is the copy of the Blackhawk at the top because if you were to even break one of these, they would warranty it, but you would not get that selector switch that's got the two dimples on it. Are those metric or SAE? These are metric. Do you have the 13? I do have the 13. This is a complete set from 8 to 19. Yeah, that's I have the 13. I've been looking for that set forever. Yeah, I I, I, I bought this in roughly around 04 or 05. Yeah, yep. And I bought it on eBay out of all places. <laughs> Nine, I bought <laughs> 95 bucks. Yeah, it was ex yeah, it was and that was expensive back then. It'd be expensive was, now for a Stanley. But that was cheap. Yeah. <laughs> but but no, they are they are great. They are great reversible. Yep. Like the the ratchet mechanism is is awesome yep. on those. And I love the roll up case for it. Yeah, I I didn't have that, but I have the thirteen millimeter. <laughs> That's a good size to have. Believe it or not, so it fits on all of our boiler pumps pretty much. 
Oh, hey, my wife wanted to come in and say hi. Well, I came back to say hi because I had to like run away earlier to like make sure my house. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi. So status update. You might be having guests over tonight. Oh, that means you could come down and hang out with us. Yes, there we go. It's on and uh again. What's just... up? Hi, Dewey. Dewey. We did it. Man is it. man here. Oh yeah. Hi. Hi, people in the chat. Sorry I couldn't say hi earlier. Craig, Craig and Kathy oh, hey. Durbin. Oh yeah. Small engineation people. Are you showing them all the things you bought that you bought only because they were on clearance? I'm yeah. more, I'm more interested in that uh, metal chop saw drill master in the back. Oh yeah, you know, I was on. Oh, about that. <laughs> I was on a live stream talked about that, and yeah, because it was nice. And then wait, I think I was there when he bought that. You were. That was oh, okay. that was the day. And seriously, guys, I haven't done a whole lot. That was the day that I, I kept out, brought the entire family, got AAA batteries for free. <laughs> Literally, gave like my kill, and they, they bought like a grinding wheel, coupons, because it's one coupon per person per visit. So you bring your entire family, and you have them each make a purchase, and these are enough AAA batteries to run Thomas the Train for free for like the next two years. I need that. That was, yeah, I remember that day. That was also the day that, I don't even know how it happened, or fell out of the cart, like in the middle of the store. And it was just like so embarrassing. So, it's yeah, how, how does that happen? Like, you're just so excited <laughs> over the tool. Yeah. <laughs> well, you only have the carts, and they have a spot to put little kids, and I, you went, but you were gone. You were watching them. Oh wait, Good was I no. watching it? That's probably how it happened. One of my former students <laughs> worked there. And so I was just saying hi and catching up. And like, I don't know. I just assumed my husband had her three-year-old. <laughs> no, never no, assume. So never assume. Seven-year-old and the three-year-old were together. And all of a sudden the three-year-old fell out on the floor. It was very insane. But I was there to comfort. You continued shopping and Good job. it was a great day. So let me ask. So you have, like, was it was this a while ago, or do you? So the there's the age differences. This is like this oh, the age difference of the kid or the yeah. I only ask because I have um, children and I have one coming now. Another one. Yay! <laughs> Congratulations! So I'll be three, but um, they'll be like four years younger than my next youngest one. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Neil, that's so exciting. I yeah. love babies. I'm I very excited for you and your wife. So Thank if, you. So if it was a competition, you would still need to have more kids to be winning. No, I, I no, this is it. <laughs> but um, we have, I have some older kids. So we have a 19 year old, and then we have a 15 year old, and then we have a seven year old, a five year old, and then a three year old. All right, so you're all the ages, right? There you go. But the 15 and 17 year old, they're pretty good with the, the little ones, but there's definitely an age difference, especially when I don't know, you put some technology in there and little <laughs> kids want to play, but overall, they're good kids. And sometimes the, the 19 year old is the most irresponsible out of them. <laughs> 
And the three-year-old is like the kindest, <laughs> gentle, caring. You just never know what you're going to get. It's a mixed bag, man. Well, they don't want your money yet, you know? That's true. Well, not not necessarily. Not when you go to Walmart and you run past Tom's uh, train. That's true, yeah. Thomas, uh, Thomas runs bills up. Yeah. See, I babysit my youngest nephew a lot while he's here a lot. And I'm okay as long as I keep a lot of gas in the tractor so I can just ride, drive him around in circles for hours. Go to round circles. <laughs> Dewey did it. Looks like you have a, a army, a fleet of blue <laughs> behind you. What are we it's looking at? There? Quite a bit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. Hey, I'll show you all this. Yeah. It's, Dewey did it. It's got some tools back there. That's what going on. Oh yeah. That's Dewey, the cool thing. Uh, One seventy nine. One seventy nine. Yep. That's the best price you'll get on. Is that the six tool one or the? Yeah, what? it's got the uh, a flashlight, the oscillating multi tool, drill impact, seven and a quarter inch circ saw, or no, six and a quarter, uh, one handed reset charger, a four amp hour, and a two amp hour battery pack. Four and a two? Yeah. Yeah, that's hands down. And I've got one of these left that I told Neil if he wants it, it's his. I'll <laughs> mail it to him. To get some blue in his hands. I do want to test them. It could be like an early congratulatory gift for having a baby. You can have another tool in your shop. Let's see. You could build some for the baby. Yeah. Yeah. There's the cobalt oscillating. See, like right, right there for the oscillating tool and the four amp hour battery. Yeah. And the charger. That's what that's like a hundred bucks right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh I did a video. I'm still working on the edit for it. This is six hundred and eighty something dollars worth of tools. If you yeah. just buy each piece by itself at full price. That's a good video to put out. Yeah. Because I I mean where we're at right now with cordless tools, like we're looking at the this co cobalt's going, that's a heck of a deal because Cordless tools have come such a long way that, uh, you know, if you're buying into to, to one of the bigger name brands, which Cobalt's definitely one of them, I don't think you can go wrong. Mm -mm. Uh, let's see, what did I count up? I think there's over 50-something different tools right now. If you bought each one of everything, it's and there's 20-plus new ones coming out this year. So... Yeah, my store out of those. They do have a four-piece set. Now, I think that kit that you were showing there, that was the Black Friday special. It was two, let's see, three ninety-nine at first. Then it dropped to two ninety-nine to one ninety-nine. And if you use the twenty dollar off coupon, it's one seventy-nine. Oh, so my store You had to buy it. My story. That's, oh, my, that's what my husband tells me all the time. He's like, I had to buy it. I had to buy Normally it. this much, and I bought it for this much. And I'm like, okay. Well, like, I asked everybody for Christmas. I was like, give me a card. That's all yeah. I want. Yeah. I knew this deal was coming. So all I actually spent out of pocket was 14 bucks. Oh, my God. That's exciting. <laughs> okay. So my store does have one, but it's 269 Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's still not a bad price, though. Okay. Do this. Look in the changer. Are you on the app? 
Yeah. Switch zip code to 37075. And look and see, I think Madison store may have one or two. And you can do free shit. Where do you the live? Thing, I live in uh, White House, Tennessee. Okay. But Madison and Hendersonville is the closest stores. Okay. I guessed you were from the South, from your accent. But then you gave yep. your zip. So I'm like, ooh, it's a three. So that's... I used to live in Georgia. Okay. And Oops. then moved to Nebraska for school. And then I never left. So... <laughs> I don't Never know why. Don't I, I don't love the snow, but you know what the biz is my wife stopped asking why I need that tool <laughs> for work. <laughs> like she completely stopped asking that question. Like, why need to buy that? She doesn't even ask that anymore. Wait, tell us the zip again. Three seven zero seven five. Zero seven five. There's another seven. Sorry, I'm slow. <laughs> it's one digit off from my old zip from Georgia. Oh wow! In Hendersonville, Tennessee. Does Hendersonville have four left? I think. I, I'm, zero. I'm still trying to find it. <laughs> we do have the correct zip code in, so now we can just Google. Oh no! That, we can lose. We're on the actual. Oh. We can lose it. So, what's the next uh, video Miss Client Graphics is? I don't know how to do videos. I can film them. I learned how to do that for SEMA. Yeah, the SEMA. I don't know. I It will definitely be untool related if I put something on YouTube. I, I think you should direct specialty. Direct the next few Client Graphics videos. I should. Kind of, kind of see how that goes, you know? I can do some stuff. I just can't do a lot of stuff. You have to help me a lot. Somebody's got to help me. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, I don't see any available. That's right there, one ninety nine. No, that's the two piece. Oh, never mind. Just kidding. Because I mean, at one seventy nine, I mean, I almost can't say no to it. <laughs> well, Neil, I'll make a. App it says uh, shop surrounding stores or something like that, and see if it shows anymore. Because I know Madison had a couple left the other day. Oh. Yeah, th that Henderson one doesn't have any. All right. Well, but that's okay. My wife is like, yes. <laughs> um. I heard it. Chris was telling me about the new regulations with YouTube and like the kids channel stuff and how yeah. I can't really speak to all of it because I don't know too much. But I know, for example, they turned off for like comments and maybe notification. Well, it's so people like couldn't make fun of kids. Okay, I could see that. But I was telling my husband that I had a YouTube channel. I would just like read books. And then just like put that on like a channel, just like a ton of books. And I would just like either go to the library, start with the books that we have here because I don't like my kids on YouTube very often, but every once in a while I like to put a song on or a book. And I don't know, maybe there's other people like me, but I could even oh, turn my phone off, like do like a chapter book, do you know, like whatever yeah. my kids are into. Now with the new regulations, it's like, I don't know. 
Is it even worth my time? No, I, I think just as long as kids are not shown in the video, you're all right. Oh, is that part of it? Is I think that's the big part of it is so and I, I don't know, like I don't know how Blippy is doing or Ryan's oh, yeah. or whatever. Yes, yeah. Um I don't know what they're doing, but like I'm I thought it was like if children are in view of any video. So like even if I did one with my kids running by, I think I have to put you know so and see I thought it was if you're conscious is directed towards kids. So my kids ran by, my content's still not directed towards or going to yeah. majority be viewed by kids. Right. Uh, yeah, that's true. Then it, it shouldn't be. But then again, there's some big channels out there. We're, no. we're talking like seven to nine million followers. A ton. That that have some some sharers on it that I guarantee their material to me looks a hundred percent directed towards kids. But they can't. But but the content is directed towards kids. That's true. But I, I think I think that's kind of why this was was done also is and I forget all the rules and stuff, but there's so many people buying kids toys that could afford it constantly, just going to Walmart, Target, whatever, buy LOLs and all this stuff and they'd yeah. un and that that was their channel, yeah. Unboxing kids' toys. So I think those channels also took a those hit. A yeah, hit. yeah. Because yeah. because that that's a kids' toy. That's that's right. The kids' toy. Now, like the 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 channel I was talking about, that's technically if you really get to the fine print, it's adult role playing. It's not. Oh yeah. It's not directed towards kids. It's adult role playing. Or yeah, like large. some of them. Like I'm watching one right now where an English guy takes wood trains and, but like he acts all the voices and st like he does a good job with it. Did his comments get turned off? No, no, no. He he's good. He's legit. He's still fine. I wonder if it must be with kids. Maybe YouTube's like stop pimping kids to make money. That's you know usually when someone like yeah grabs their kids to come on and pump up the uh yeah the viewers or whatever you know i can see i can see that like being a big reason why but you have to be careful i don't know i don't i don't want, I don't want to put my kids on there you know like they're in a few things but they're not like on like they're not supposed to be but hard when you got kids around not to somehow get them in the background in some of your videos it's i know about it <laughs> yeah sometimes it's hard to do a like, video stop talking i need to record this <laughs> daddy daddy what are you doing it's like a lot of it yeah if y'all watched my mail call video yesterday you could hear my nephew yelling in the background as i was doing tools because i was babysitting while shooting the video <laughs> Yeah, one of my last videos, my kids, I posted the, the little tidbit, like literally I was trying to talk about them and they came in and they took my tool. <laughs> but that's funny. That's one of the things I remember my dad always getting me, getting so upset and irate over 
was I would take his tools and I wouldn't put them back or I wouldn't put them back in the right spot. Nope. And, and so if your kids are going to take your tools, you got to at least instruct them to get somewhere close so that it doesn't sit out in the yard for a week or two you find <laughs> before you get it with the, the, the lawnmower. Because I don't mind if my kids use my tools, just kind of put them back to be more responsible. They're probably apt to I do found it. Yeah, it, it's it's infuriating, but they're probably more apt to not abuse the tools like I am, uh, because they're seven and five, so they're definitely not going to torque them too bad. But th they'll lose them. Yeah. So basically, what you're saying is, if I'm really mad at you, I should just go rearrange your tool drawer and just not put back one of your tools. You mean again? Yeah. Take your 10 millimeter. I know that's a popular one. It just own. <laughs> yeah. He sure does it earlier, Holly. Yeah. How you make one appear. Drop that thing. Put that 10 millimeters, just like an elf on the shelf. It just grows legs and walks. <laughs> I would see stuff online, like, you know, those memes, like, I don't know, like, there would be tool ones. I'd be like, I don't understand this. And then the, I've seen one like that, and he's had to has to explain that. Everybody loses it. It's just an ongoing joke in the tool community. But I don't know. I don't use yeah. the tools, so. so I should take one. The 30 that I have sitting here plus probably the extra. I don't know. Didn't somebody do a video on all the 10-millimeter sockets that they have? I can't remember, but I think I, I did see something like that. I just can't remember who it was. Like Mr. Fox or – Mark or somebody, I think somebody did a, a toolbox walkthrough. They counted how many 10 millimeter sockets that they had, or 10 millimeter in general, whether ratchet or wrench. Or there was somebody. Wait, so it's not just a socket? Is this a 10 millimeter? No, that's an eight. Oh, oh she got one. Okay. Well, I mean, it would be easy to read. Yeah. I'm still learning a lot of things. I learned a lot of things by going to SEMA. There's a lot of things I know about tools I never thought I would know. So when you talk about losing a 10 millimeter, like it could be this one? Typically not. Oh. It could be. I thought though. it was like a socket. Yeah, but this this you could stick somewhere, whether it be uh, up by the window wipers underneath the hood, or you just lose it. it yeah, it, it like happens. that. It's, yeah, that's what I thought of. It's a common size to pick on, but the reality is, is you have the potential to lose more because there's a lot of fasteners of that size. That it wasn't that long ago I lost that 10 millimeter wrench on live stream, if you remember. <laughs> the reality is, is, is Brandon, you know, he's going to work on mowers. So his common size is most likely not going to be metric. It might be. Uh, Brandon, what's what's the most popular size you use? Is it like a seven sixteenths or a three eighths? Yeah, but Hondas and co newer colors use ten millimeters. Most of their boats are ten millimeters, ten millimeters and eights. No, it's a toss up. I mean, it really depends on what you do. Somebody that that works uh, maybe works with with deck decking screws or lag bolts, and those are going to be more SAE. Some of the tra older tractors are more SAE. It really just depends. Yeah. 
Thank you for helping me understand. And then Dewey's got all, all his power tool needs hooked up right behind him. <laughs> oh, Jimmy C, I, I go through that. Do not bring any tools in the house and lay them down because somehow they'll end up in the kitchen junk drawer. Put them back. No, if he ever leaves his tools, there's a spot in the garage I always put them, like on his workbench. I don't know. I like to put everything at least in the room that it belongs in. And if tools are left in the house, I just put them outside. But I know not to like leave them on the floor. <laughs> so Throw them out in the garage. Like, like I, I don't even attempt. There's like a lot of different places a tool could go in my husband's garage. So I just put it on the workbench and then hopefully he puts it away. So Dewey, that kit, that still bugs me. That's a heck of a deal. Everybody <laughs> the one at that price. But I'm pretty sure that that same kit was the one on Black. They offered, I can't remember if it was $2.99 for it, but they offered a free Cobalt 7 and a quarter inch 24-volt uh, max. You got that? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask if you got that. <laughs> yep. Sonia, it's an absolute beast. I swear it does everything. I'm just going to say that for Dewey, you asked him, Dewey did it. He did it. Yeah. <laughs> Rings true. It needs to be did Dewey it. did it cobalt. <laughs> oh, I couldn't. I, I was further back earlier and I couldn't read it. Dewey did it. That's a good one. And this YouTube channel has been around for about a year, but I've been doing Instagram for about two years now. Okay. Well, I'll check you out sometime. Is it the same? And my it... original YouTube channel, same for like 12 years. It was more automotive stuff. Okay. And is it the same name on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, underscore did it for everything. Easy. Twitter, yeah. YouTube, Facebook, the full shebang. Well, shoot. I'm going to follow you back. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, look at all the links. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, he is hooked up on Instagram. Anybody in the chat that is not already following Dewey did it, get it done. Go follow that guy. He's got his stuff together on Instagram. Yeah, it does. Ooh, he's got all his Ooh, clothes <laughs> Oh, I, I do have to ask you guys. Uh, this is Tool Talk Saturday, right? It is. And, uh, Saturday. Uh -oh. Can Neil get something here? Uh, I mean, work pro. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on it? My thoughts are it's too expensive. If you didn't pick up that cobalt set for <laughs> bucks. So, <laughs> will you tell me what it is, Neil? Sorry, Neil. It, it's is that? Yeah, it, it's a not just a metal chuck. It, I'm pretty sure <clears throat> it's not a Jacobs. It's the other one, AV. That's um one that he likes. I think it's in the Makitas. Uh yeah, but not not only that. I mean, it's a. Right, wait, here we go. You know, yeah, that's so what you don't see on modern drills is metal chucks. Are the ones I have shoot oh, the cobalt Jacob's metal yeah. chuck right here, Jacob. Yeah, really? and 
you can't go wrong with Jacobs. Yeah, I actually, to be honest with you, all mine are metal also. But I, I don't know what one is. I think so. I'll give you all a little early look at something pretty sweet. So I've had this impact right here since Father's, and I found at Lowe's this piece right here. It's got a Phillips head bit, but if you pull the collet back, it's got a countersink drill bit, and you just oh. flip it around. Oh, that's that's nice. For a little woodworking setup, it's like that there's the ticket, so you don't yeah. have to keep switching around and all that. There you go. That just like a power. It was at Lowe's. Uh, let's see. I got it somewhere right here. Part number is 0280534. So, Neil, it's not a bad drill, honestly. What's that? Your, your work pro line. But, uh, like, right now I'm just blown away with getting that six-piece set for 179. And you get a four-amp and a two-amp power battery. You get a little bit of the light. You get a little bit of the long running. Your work pro comes with what? Two batteries? Yeah, it comes with a 4.0 and a 2.0. Yeah, my, my two batteries, 100 bucks. It's a little expensive, to be honest. Uh, no matter what, what pass they took to get the best product, right. um, like Dewey did just said, that Cobalt deal is freaking killer. It's killer. Yeah. Because I think I think the real it's a tough market to be in for power tools because I can go to work and I can pick up I can pick up the twelve volt is it the little small one for ninety nine bucks right now. So the I got a name brand one that's the higher end of the uh, smaller volt bucks, which now you're gonna carry around a bigger work pro one and get a non name brand, or you can go with and get a craftsman or something like that for a hundred bucks. Yeah. So why would I pick up a, a brand that you may or may not have heard of that's online only. You've never tried it out before that I can test out in a store. I you who would pick it up. Be Asians. <laughs> <laughs> would they, would they though? Absolutely. Yeah. Taiwan. Or uh, like China. Oh, China. <laughs> but um, check out prices. They're my everyday customers. In oh, apartment like maintenance. Customer. I thought you meant like. A company would build it or something, but <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah, like the brand and use the brand you like. Work with who like pro. Well, for cordless tools, they know I'd I'd other, but this is a great great hammer drill. It does kind of look and feel, and by every respect, is is very much like the Milwaukee. And I'm gonna. I think I'm just gonna test them, test each other, Beth brushless. See what we have. I'll tell you another good deal is this kit here. Let me get this in the camera. This bucks. kit's on sale at Lowe's for one ninety nine. Oh, that's it's the hammer drill and impact. Comes with a four point oh 
battery and charger. But you also get a chance at a free tool. The free tool Ooh. is the SPS. rotary hammer. This yeah. thing. Oh, nice. I, uh, oh, that thing looks cool. Splurged on it. I have masonry bits from the hammer drill, but I've got to get some SDS for the rotary hammer, and I want to put that thing to test. The hammer mode on it is brutal. Yeah, that that this tool one hundred and seventy bucks. Yep, one hundred sixty nine. So, to me, if you're giving me a free tool, I'm gonna take the most expensive thing you're offering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really smart. I could. Yeah, I feel like I could use a paint sprayer. Like well, that. I already have a paint sprayer. Oh. But uh, not surprised. You would have you wanted me to pick up the uh, cordless vacuum cleaner. Oh my gosh, I love vacuums. You know, maybe Neil, that's what I should make my YouTube channel. Just me vacuuming. I love to. That that could be an. Uh, do we get it? ASMR. Thanks for holding it up there until I caught it on screen. <laughs> it should be Dewey done it. Yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> there ain't many of them I don't have that are very useful except for the new stuff. Send you their products so you can like test them. Nice. I've got a swag pack coming up next. They messaged me last week said, Hey, we got a swag pack coming out your way. I'm like, All right. Well, I'd hope so. I, I, that has more cobalt than you. Well, that's really like nobody promotes cobalt, really. And I'm like, shoot, I'll promote it. Send me out to media events or whatever. I'm game. Yeah. Uh, but you use the construction. Too. Do what? But you use the product. Yeah. I use a lot of it for my maintenance work. Uh, I'll put the SDS to work this week. We got to do some work in our uh, dumpster site and drill through some blocks. So I'll use it. Cool. So now you said your maintenance work. Now, do you do. Yeah. He, he is a Very nice. Yeah, we we uh, needless to say we have another um uh podcast in the works here. Needless to say, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, you'll see me around. Hey Neil, can I ask you something? Did, no. Did you end up doing your awards? No, sure. no, I have not. Um, uh, that was um, my YouTube career and. I, I didn't want half ass. I get some people to help me out. We'll definitely do it. YouTube small words ceremony. I just thought of it. I don't know why, but I was like, maybe I missed it. Well, I don't know. I don't know why I thought of it, but it sounds like you have people that want to watch it. I now. wanted to watch it. Yeah. No, yeah. There's definitely people that, yeah, definitely get there. Not a super big word shows. But well, if if me and 4am caper and a few are hosting, <clears throat> you know, could be fun. Yeah. Well, think about it. I will have to definitely. You at least have one viewer, so I mean, that... <laughs> it sounds like there ain't many of his streams that I'm not a part of, or videos at least. And it sounds like Dewey would watch it. <laughs> And not only be a viewer, he might be a winner. You never know. Never know where it's in store for this year. There's big things coming to this channel. Winner of the Cobalt Tools Award. 
did it award. Yeah. <laughs> he, he gone did it. Because I, I picked up out of the cobalt stuff, so I picked up the very first items. I ended up getting the leaf blower and the string trimmer combo. Mm-hmm. Because okay. I was the line that I had didn't didn't have both. It could get one but not the other. And then I started looking at the Harbor Freight ones, and then I was really disappointed with the power lineup. I didn't want to go DeWalt, and I didn't want to go Ryobi because I had already had blue stuff. Bit the bullet, got the Cobalt for the best deal, getting like it was the 129. You got the 4-amp hour, four four hour battery, string trimmer and blower, $20 off, $100 purchase, so I got it for 109 That's a good deal. Great. And so then, go ahead. And then for the day after Thanksgiving, I got the uh, the half inch impact for one thing with the four amp hour battery. Needed two batteries because one battery wasn't enough to do the string trimming and the leaf blowing for our entire yard. So I needed one battery for each. Then we're good to go. Yeah. Are those the ones that I can use? Yeah. What's Neil's in check? <laughs> can I speak? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I have movies I want to ask if anyone has watched ever. Uh, first one's going to be Maximum Overdrive. Yep. Many, uh, many times. Refresh my, give me like second synopsis and then. Uh, Stephen King novel turned into a movie and it's about trucks coming to life. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> okay. Emilio Estevez is there. Um, so the next one I'm getting up is a, not similar, but kind of, uh, have you ever seen the movie Duel? D-U-E-L? Duel? Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. It's about like a crazy trucker that goes after a guy driving down the highway. Oh, I think I've heard of that one. It's made yeah. in the seven. It was directed by Stephen... Spielberg when he is young. <clears throat> very, very cool movie. I, re- I really liked it. No, I... I just wanted to randomly bring that up just to... Both both very solid movies. Maximum Over- Overdrive is a classic. Tremors. Tremors <laughs> classic, <laughs> yes. Kevin Bacon. That and The Hangover 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> Who's seen uh, Double <laughs> What movie? Um, Zombie Land Double Tap. No, no, I have not seen it's that. It's freaking yet. awesome. <laughs> Woody Harrelson, though, he's he's good, you know. The last movie I saw was Frozen 2, so that's about. I ain't even seen that yet. Where I, I... I missed that, but we have the ice cream. <laughs> I just watched the new Aladdin. Oh, uh, I never saw that one. I'm halfway through that. Disney, Disney Plus, Plus, all the way. Well, Brandon, or at least I can. Well, what I have to say is I got to go. All righty, Neil. So I, all right, I guys. I'm going to have because I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Not a problem. All right, y'all. See y'all. Nice hanging out. Nice to meet you, Dewey. Thanks yeah, for having Dewey. Awesome. Neil, congrats to you and your wife again on your new baby. I'm super excited for you guys. Thank you. I'm turning more gray today, but <laughs> client, I'll send you on Instagram right quick. I got, I got a few questions I'll ask you. Yeah, no Brand- 
Brandon, thank you for having me and everyone in the chats who is still here. I appreciate you guys all being here and uh, just being part of the conversation. And we'll see y'all in March. That's right. right. On. All righty. Take care, guys. I don't care. Sometimes in March. Anyway, later, everyone. Thanks for coming.